Welcome to the Tuesday Review. I'm Nathan. I'm James. And I'm Callum. And tonight we are talking about, what, San Diego Comic Con Part 2 and mm, other trailers. All Pretty much just all the trailers that have been coming out, whether in, like, Comic Con trailers or just generally around that. Like, uh, like everything on the show, we're two weeks behind. Um, so, a lot of these trailers came out last week or the week before, but there's just so many... That came out. Got and a lot to digest. Yeah, it's like we have to talk about some of them because holy crap. Let's just jump right into it. Yes. Uh, the Witcher. The Witcher trailer. I can't oh. believe we haven't jerked. Uh, we haven't talked about this yet. That's amazing. Oh, no, no, we have jerked it off. No, we have. But like, that's the thing. We talk about this show. <laughs> we talk about The Witcher so much. But now we've seen the trailer. Now there's a trailer. And yeah. it just in, it hypes it up even more. Yeah, like, man, I, I have he, to say. I knew it was going to be high budget, yeah, but I didn't expect it to look so, so sleek. Yeah. It's like we kept talking about all oh, the production value and after they, yeah, they have yeah. to live up to Game of Thrones and they have to live up to the source material. And it's like, wow, <laughs> like yeah, it looks like like just production wise, they spent money. On oh this yeah, thing. that's what we keep. We I mean, we keep repeating ourselves. It was like that's what you have to do. You have to put the time and the effort and the money in. Like I know it costs a lot, but it pays off. This it like this could be Netflix's next Stranger Things. Netflix's yeah. next biggest well, show. Yeah, we talked about how after Game of Thrones, like this is their Game of Thrones. This, I'm I'm assuming they're going to be pushing this as their yeah. big. Oh, fantasy. they'd 100%. have to. They'd yeah. have to. Plus, they've got all their other fantasy sci-fi stuff coming out. But this one, I think, will be their big. The piece of the piece of the resistance. Yeah, or exactly. Like their flagship. Yeah. Like this is our fantasy. Game of Thrones killer, even though Game and, of Thrones you know, is and dead. <laughs> it killed itself. <laughs> it killed yeah, itself. And they have the momentum of the game series as well and yeah. everything else. Exactly. And, and pe- yeah, people are already just invested because of the games. But then you get people who don't understand that the series is based on the books, yeah. not the games. So yeah, you I get mean, people complaining and carrying on. Keeping it in context, the Witcher series, mostly referring to the games, at one point was Poland's highest GDP export. Yeah. Well, what else does Poland have? <laughs> but still, I don't know much about Poland, but, but still, that's seriously <laughs> impressive. Yeah, that CD no, Projekt Red, the studio, was their highest grossing yeah. export, and they will continue to be so. With well, Cyberpunk. exactly, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and because they're so good at like handling properties, giving, yeah, giving like CD Projekt gives people what they want and doesn't jerk them around like all the other game companies yeah you know. so the witcher really it's one of the biggest franchises yeah. in the world um uh, in, it's, look, in, i guess in it's on its way it's on its way to be because once uh, yeah, the show I mean, comes out and you know of, people like my dad start watching it you know then in, it's going to become huge in terms of fantasy uh properties it's probably one of the biggest yeah it's definitely with one of the biggest game franchises in the world yeah um, until bezos drops lord of the rings no but yeah <laughs> but but like but, and soon it's going to be one of the tv's exactly. biggest franchises exactly because then it's going to open it up to people who don't game yeah like your people, dad and probably our yeah, dad and people who don't uh aren't going <laughs> to read even, the books honestly even people even like uh, people like our our grandmother yeah who just oh, like to watch fantasy shows yeah. on, uh, fantasy she, shows she, on she watched game of thrones right but she just ignores all the naughty bits <laughs> Yeah, oh, because okay. she likes the intrigue. She's too, 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 no, she's too you know proper. I mean? like, yeah, all those she, people who are a bit older who don't who don't care about console games, yeah. but they like fantasy stuff. Like you're like I'm saying older than your yeah. dad, who's your dad is oh, still yeah. your dad is still young enough to have a general understanding of pop culture. Yeah, but like but I'm talking about grandparents old, who old English granny, yeah, yeah, who just like <laughs> watch fantasy stuff on the TV. <laughs> That's cool though. <laughs> yeah, but like yeah, and, and it's a good yeah, it's a good way to open it up 
for people and yeah and and because it's based on the books and because it's a series it gets to there's do, a lot of room to breathe yeah do all the world building that we yeah. always talk about how much we love it's gonna be so good you know man. and all the backstory and, and all the Henry Cavill looks so good like what do you mean Henry Cavill they cast Geralt as Geralt <laughs> Uh, I don't know, man. St- look, I'm still like he a little bit. The, he pops on the wig and transformations. Look, Geralt's yeah. not. Geralt's not necessarily the most beautiful man. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially that, in the earlier games. Yeah. Well, they m- improved maybe, him a little bit in number three. Yeah. I mean, see, I don't know how he's described in the books, but like maybe Henry Cavill is too handsome. Well, that's what I was sort of alluding to. <laughs> oh, I think, well. <laughs> like, I, that's understandable. That happens yeah. in most films and television yeah, yeah. adaptations. You know, they always they cast. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Pretty people. They cast pretty people, but <laughs> yeah, A-listers who generally yeah, tend yeah. to be on the better looking end. I'm missing yeah. the word I was looking for. Yeah. Never mind. Continue. But yeah, like I, I think just everything about it looks good. The cast looks good. The practical effects they seem to be using. The, I, yeah. I know I saw at least one monster that looked like a guy in a suit. And the the sort of big battle scenes the, or the glimpses that we saw in the trailer. They look to be to, all people. Seem to be like a lot of people on screen, you know, a lot of armor and swords and not just CGI crap flying around. And then at the end of the trailer, when we do see that big spider monster, not bad. We also I've seen, seen worse CG. CG. It's CGI, <laughs> but not bad. And like, it just got me we excited. Also see, I was like, uh, oh, we okay. also see uh, Geralt uh, with toxicity. Yeah. Which is that the was games, cool. And yeah, which we is a saw, nice nod to the franchise. That's the other thing. Like we see people using their... Uh, magic powers um and i guess that's the thing is like it's gonna differentiate it from other like at least game of thrones in the fact that magic even lord of the rings because they don't really except for gandalf like it's going to differentiate it from other uh, other other fantasy by like people actually practice magic well yeah i mean like lord shoot of, beams yeah, and like stuff. lord of the rings is very it's the highest high fantasy you yeah. can possibly get, yeah. but it's presented at a, at a low fantasy level. So, it's like when you watch the movies, as you said, well, apart from Gandalf and the other wizards, yeah. not a lot of there's no pew, man- pew, pew yeah. actually goes on on screen. Yeah. It's mainly just hobbits there's wandering no, around hiding. Yeah. There's things. no Wingardium Leviosas. Or yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. But with um, with the Wheel of Time coming out, that's much more of a fireball-y kind okay, of Okay, they have incantations and stuff. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And so, so it's, it's going to be interesting because Game yeah. of Thrones was like, everyone loved Game of Thrones because it's, oh, it's not a nerdy fantasy. It's like yeah. a med- even though really. It is. It's down, very high fantasy. Yeah, it, deep down. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah it's, it's high fantasy masquerading as low fantasy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's because of all the politics and the intrigue and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Which I think The Witcher will do well. Yeah. The Lord of the Rings doesn't have as much because it's more about, yeah. you know, just but real the, neckbeard stuff. But, but because the world building so deep, it's got all that stuff yeah. just inbuilt into it. It's yeah. just that's not what the movies or the books are really about. Yeah, you no, know, that's true. The, the, Apart from the Silmarillion. Well, yeah. But that's, <laughs> that's, that's like the Bible. Yeah, it's like that's the Bible. completely of, different. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, The Witcher looks really good. Um, I'm really excited for it. And... Yeah. Yeah, hype. Much hype, man. Like, considering how much we've been talking about it without having seen anything in action, and, and how, now that we've seen it in action, like, and wow. We, we were worried at one point. Oh, yeah. With the, with the suits and some of the people were circulating some sort of yeah. pre-production suits and armor, suits of armor and stuff oh, like that. People still complain about yeah. the armor because it doesn't look like good games and so no. on, but, you yeah, know, but, it's but just... People were worried about the production of this show, but yeah. after oh, having no. seen the first trailer, man, I am stoked. Looks great. Oh, yeah, definitely. Hype. Um... Should we go on the next one? Yeah, moving yeah. on. Moving right on. Another, Jay- something else we've been waiting for a long time for. 
Uh, another another massive another, hype. Another thing we've been talking a lot about without having seen anything of <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob reboot hype hype. Oh my god! So I mean, where to start? Where to start? Well, we just like to point out every now and again that Jason Lee is no longer a Scientologist. <laughs> Thank God for that. <laughs> I was so sad when I found out he was Scientologist. I was so sad. I'm like, he seems like such a cool guy, you know. And then you it was it was not long ago, I think. You were like, no, he's not on the Scientologist anymore. No, you know, it was like, and oh, it was like the greatest day. The <laughs> yeah. He did he did an interview with some music magazine. Yeah, and the music magazine guy went to his house and he's, he's talking like, about Beck. <laughs> Music no. magazine. No. no, no, Jason Lee did Jason a... Lee. Jason uh, Lee did interview an interview with, for a music with magazine. With a music oh, magazine. Oh, uh, yeah. for a second, because Beck is also a former Scientologist, kind of. Yeah. And I thought is he former mag- or is he Beck, still in? Beck was born into Oh, it, that's right, yeah. But, he's, but doesn't he practice. doesn't practice. Yeah, okay. So, which is fine. Yeah. Anyway, the, uh, the only reason I mentioned is because you said music magazine. Yeah, no, like, it was a music yeah. magazine that interviewed Jason Lee. Okay, yeah. sorry. Um, and, yeah, like, they're already, like, his farm somewhere, in some random state in America. And he's like, oh, no, we're not Scientologists anymore. Just, like, <laughs> randomly off-topic conversation. And the interviewer's like, I'm going to write that down. <laughs> like, apparently he hasn't been practicing for years. He just keeps quiet about it. Yeah, because Scientology him. will destroy yeah. you. Like, they'll... What do they call it when they go after you? Oh, man, remember. there's a whole bunch of words. Yeah. I can't remember. I can't remember. There's a, a suppressive? Yeah. Yeah, they label you a suppressive person. Yeah, and man. then they, like, send people to... Bug there was you, Operation like, Snow White. There was a whole bunch of different like, No, no, yeah, that, that one's scary. Yeah. All right, let's not talk about Scientology. We're talking about Jane, Sol, and Bob. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Welcome, so, yeah, welcome uh, to the Tuesday Ramble. Uh, so, yeah, so this film is a, is a sequel to Jane, Sol, and Bob Strikes Back, which yeah. was filmed in 2000 and... One or two? I think it was 2001. Yeah. Could have been later. It was released in 2001, I think. And essentially, so Jane, Sol, and Bob Strikes Back... Is the first full-length film featuring uh, Kevin well, Smith's Ke- famous yeah. Jay and Kevin Silent Bob Smith's, characters. Kevin Smith's films have always included Jay and Silent Bob yep. as like small supporting characters. Yeah, but this was, he made he then made a movie based on those characters. Yeah, like so centered around adventure, those. Yeah. yeah, and they had to stop Hollywood from making a movie based on a comic book that they created called Black Man and Chronic. Yeah. And essentially, that's their quest is to take how do how do two broke yeah it's like a road uh, movie yeah how do two broke gentlemen uh, degenerates stoners uh, get actually physically get themselves to Hollywood to yeah. stop Hollywood making this film which they don't legally have the rights to make this is literally a reboot of that yeah about Jan and Bob having to go to Hollywood to stop a gritty reboot of, of Blunt Man and Chronic yeah, of uh, which is genius yeah. so it's like a yeah it's like a reboot of Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back, and it's a sequel. based, based, yeah, based, yeah, it's a it's sequel, sequel based around, yeah, based around the idea that they have to stop a reboot of the Blunt Man and Chronic movie, which they had to stop in the, the original, original of in the original Jay and Silent Bob. So, <laughs> like that's the joke. It's, it's meta, pretty good, yeah. but it's also a sequel of pretty much all of his other yeah. Fisk Universe movies. And that's yeah, that that's what like is so great about it which we've talked a lot about i think off air we mentioned i think we mentioned it a lot we mentioned kevin smith a lot on air but like off air we've had the discussion a few times about how kevin smith almost died he had a massive heart attack yeah and this kind of renewed his lust for life and his passion for filmmaking and writing and like jay and silent bob reboot is like the culmination of all his films or all the all the films in the Viewerskew universe 
And like, yeah, it's a sequel to all of that. Like, there's with, cameos yeah. from with the exception of Clerks, I believe, because he couldn't get all the cast from Clerks. Uh, to- but Dante's in it, right? Yeah, Dante's, but not. Um, but he, not, the other not Randall, Randall yeah. retired years ago, yeah. right? But I, I know that Kev apparently Kev pitched a script to him, mm. and he didn't want to do it. The, okay, yeah. okay, so, okay so, a little so, more information on this script. The script is really dark. The Clerks, so the Clerks three script that Kev okay. originally proposed. Yeah. Kev wrote... He says all this on Facebook. Okay. Kev wrote this script to, uh, to Clerks 3 when he was a really dark point in his life, and the script reflects that. Okay. So it's really almost a negative movie, but it's, he, it's about death, and it's really depressing. He mm. also said it was one of the best scripts he ever wrote. Mm. Um, but uh, apparently he wants to rewrite the script, one that's full of hope and kind of this new energy he has, yeah. and he's hoping to get uh, the guy that plays Randall yeah. on board that way by saying, look, here's what we can do to round up the story. Mm. You know, I won't say a happy ending, but give yeah. it a ha- an ending we can all agree on yeah. kind of mentality. Well, I mean, after, like, because, like, the way I think we were talking about last week off air before the show started, and I said something like, like he's Kevin Smith's movies like Tusk and Yoga Hoses were like it was just him messing around. It was just yeah. him going like I had a dumb idea on the on the my podcast and now I'm going to make a dumb movie about it. And if people don't like it, it's not for them. And you know he got a little bit shitty about it. Yeah. And you know he was just like it was just him just messing around. Like it wasn't anything worth that. Like it was really less a feature it. film and more of an indie kind of movie. Yeah, just an indie uh, like experiment that he was, yeah. you know, ha- you know, him and his friends, you know, jerking around. And then he like had his heart attack, and now he's like, all right, I'm going to seriously make a sequel to the Viewerskew movies about like the Viewerskew characters, and it's kind of like like a celebration of all those yeah. movies. And he got really into. The filmmaking side of it. Yeah, so All the things he used to hate about yeah. filmmaking, he's now like, I can't wait to do it. Yeah, it's like he gets up in the morning, he's like, oh, I have to go scout locations, let's do this. Yeah. Which he's, apparently he hated doing. Yeah, so like all the things that he kind of was just like jerking around with his friends before or was just like putting up with so he could make a movie, now he's just really excited He's just to happy do. to be around. Yeah. Which, and the trailer almost reflects that. Yeah. It's a very it's excited like, trailer. Yeah. Like it's just it's, like, hey, there's that guy. Hey, there's that yeah. guy. So, yeah. So, a, a bit more uh, background on this, because after he nearly passed away, yeah. uh, everyone's reaching out. Because you remember when it happened on Twitter, everyone's like, oh my God, Kev. And yeah. all these people are sending him messages or whatever. So, anyway, apparently uh, he's making this film. And, of course, he couldn't get into contact with Ben Affleck because... We, yeah. One doesn't just contact Ben Affleck. You know, when you get to certain yeah. levels of stardom, there's like a process. Yeah. We, we've we mentioned this interview that Callum's going to reference on the show did when we? we reviewed Triple Frontier. Yeah, we did. Oh, okay, yeah. So, apparently someone says... To, so, someone was interviewing Ben Affleck uh, for a, just an t- entertainment TV piece. Yeah. And they're talking... And the first question... Kevin Smith and Ben Affleck go way back, oh, yeah, but they, they had were, a falling out. Yeah, they were friends. And the joke from... Ke- I think the joke that Kev used once was, well, when he got together with J-Lo, he had to put away the game consoles and the comics. <laughs> and the, essentially... He, that's probably what kind of distanced them apart because, yeah. you know, when you're dating J-Lo, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> High maintenance. Yeah. So, anyway, um, the interviewer starts the interview by saying, oh, you know, did you see Kevin Smith making a reboot? Would you yeah. like to be part of that? And he goes, yes. Yeah. Right. And so, Kevin Smith says uh, in, in, a, in a Facebook post, well, what else are you going to say? You say something nice you say for the press junket, yeah. you know, and then you move on. But apparently, Ben Affleck was sincere and everyone around Kevin was like, reach out, just see what happens. Yeah. And so... 
there's a full-blown Holden McNeil sequel in uh, Reboot. Like, yeah. The character, so, Holden McNeil co-wrote The Black Man. Yeah, and, so and Ben Affleck, who plays Holden yeah. in the in Jane Silent Bob Strikes Back. Yeah, and uh, Chasing Amy, I believe. Yeah, and he's uh, coming back yeah. for Reboot. Yeah, which is incredible, because we we've were we speculated before on air. It's yeah. like, will he, will he not? You know, who knows? Yeah. It looked highly we, unlikely. We thought, we yeah, thought, we thought yeah. no. We, we thought, thought he, maybe in the future, we but thought, not now. Yeah, we thought if anything, he might be playing Blunt Man, because like, that yeah. would make so much sense since he just play, finished playing Batman. In the um, gritty reboot. Kind yeah, of, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. it's like, that would have been perfect. Maybe that was too on the nose. Did Kev want to push it too far? Well, so my, is my, Batman assumption, issue? my assumption we, is we, that... You know, I think Callum's going to say the same thing as I am. We assumed that because they didn't mend their friendship until recently... It was too late. They had to it write was too late. It was too late. Yeah, yeah, they added in post or, or they just had yeah, few, they wrote few it extra in scenes. Later. Yeah, yeah. Um, but apparently, um, Kevin Smith says that the Holden McNeil section... Uh, of the of the film mm. is like one of the happiest things he's ever, he's ever filmed, and it's life affirming. Okay. So I'm like, if that passion and that newly mended friendship might yeah. come across in the film, because apparently it's like the Holden McNeil stuff is really happy and kind of mm. passionate. Yeah. So and also Matt Damon. Yeah. Matt How can we forget Matt Damon? It. How did that happen? <laughs> I mean Ben <laughs> Affleck. Loki. Loki. Dog. So, he died in Dogma. Yeah. Dogma sequel. Uh, <laughs> Like yeah, it's will like Rufus a, come back? It's a it's a yeah. I guess it's a sequel to all the VSU, VSU And apparently, also, uh, we found out just recently that uh, he might have forged a new friendship with with Bruce Willis. Again, another. Yeah, but as another, far as we know, that happened recently yeah, after the I'm movie. Like, no, was, no, that's just like a factoid. No, it's just, like okay, so, yeah. this is reason there is we can speculate. There's a possibility yeah. within the next ten years of a cop out two, which no one wants. No, yeah, they shouldn't do that. If they are, if they are gonna like you know do something, they should do something different. <laughs> um, so that's that just really weird. Yeah, anyway, so yeah. the trailer. We yeah, talked. Exactly. We talked a lot I'm about trying Kevin to get Smith. back to the trailer. The trailer. So essentially. It's it's like a generational movie of sorts, I guess. Yeah. So Jay finds out he has a daughter. Um, her name is Millennium Falcon. Yeah. So it's good. Pretty good. Which is why why would um I can't remember. I, I only is it remember Justice. The, yeah. Yeah. Why why would she name her daughter? Maybe Millennium she's Falcon? a massive nerd. You don't know. Why are you, do you gatekeeping? Think, do, you think, <laughs> do you think Sean William Scott's going to be in it? Oh. Who's the dirty sheep? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, so they have they essentially want yeah. the, the daughters they, or her the daughter yeah. essentially wants to go with them to Hollywood. Yeah, to help stop the reboot. And, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see the dynamics yeah. at work. And it's like, yeah, the 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 young and the old team yeah. up to and then they like go through the kind of same same uh scenarios as in Strikes Back, but obviously like in a mod, more modern more modern context. context and like in the meta kind of reboot like self-referential context as well. I also think it's going to be interesting because in um, in 2001, mm. like Comic-Con's always been big. Yeah. But uh, in 2001, oh, they don't really yeah. pay attention to that. It's just, oh, let's yeah. go to the production studio. No, it's a huge... I'm pretty sure in this one, they're going to end up at Comic-Con because yeah. I think well, in the trailer, yeah, there's you see, scenes... You see Silent Bob dressed as like the original Iron Man with the, uh, the, the you know, grey armour. Yeah. Um, and he's like fighting guys. And then, yeah, you see Q from Impractical Joker's... Like ask, uh, is it James Vanderbeek? And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, what's the other guy's name from uh, from Loser? Uh, uh, Jason Biggs. 
Yeah. 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 Um, they're like on the Comic-Con panel talking about... Because they were... They, <laughs> they were, were in the original. The, yeah, they were in yeah. the original Blood Man and Chronic and they're talking about how the new reboot sucks. Which, we should state that the new Blood Man and Chronic yeah. are going to be played... Blood Man is played by Val Kilmer, yeah. who was a Batman. Yeah. And the uh, Chronic is... Um, I can't remember who's Chronic. M- Miranda Cates. Uh, is that her name? I can't remember. The lady who plays um, Supergirl in... The oh. titular Supergirl. That would make sense because Kevin Smith directs yeah. some of those episodes. Yeah, and he was. Uh, that's why he he was the first person. Uh, she was the first person he reached out to for the okay. role. Okay, uh, because she had, apparently good. she has really good energy on set. Yeah, he, he wanted that, like that kind of that yeah. energy she brings. And also, yeah, it ties into the kind of generational like reboot, like you know. No, but it looks it looked as it looks it looks amazing. Yeah. When like when I first started thinking about this reboot, I'm like, I hope it's not too strict a reboot. I might find it a bit boring. Yeah. Well, but having watched the trailer, yeah, I don't think I, that at all. Matters. I know. I know when we we've talked about on the show before before the trailer came out, and I was like, it depends how they play the joke. If if it, you know, them like remaking quote unquote strikes back. Oh, sorry, it's Melissa uh, Benoist. I always butcher that. Name. <laughs> That's not close to what you said. <laughs> yeah, no. Miranda Cates is from a different show. Um, okay. It's from a yeah, different yeah. show. Yeah, but we talked about how... Because that's one joke. Saying, oh, they're rebooting Blood Man and Chronic. Yeah. And it's a, also a remake of Strikes Back. That's one joke. It's how they play that mm. joke out. And the trailer... It, I looks, guess, it looks good. It looks good because, yeah, like it has has more energy than just the one joke and has more, you know, multi-generational. Well, Kev, uh, and Kev has all that now going for him too. Exactly. And that comes from Kevin Smith's oh, renewed we should, lust we, we for... We should also note that Melania Falcon is played by Kevin Smith's yeah. real-life daughter. Harley Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and the, the, st- the cast is stacked. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm just look, I'm looking forward to watching it, like getting it on Blu-ray eventually. Yeah. And just cameo hunting. Well, I mean... Yeah, Easter egg hunting. Yeah, I wonder how many, like, because they showed a lot in the trailer, oh, yeah. but I wonder if there's, like, more that... Aren't. Oh, yeah. Although, I'm hoping there's at least one surprise. Yeah, I'm hoping, like, Mark Hamill pops up somewhere. He, oh, he must the, the, the rebooted Cockknocker. Yeah, like, he has to. <laughs> even only, if, even if it's just his voice somewhere, yeah. because that would make sense, you know, like... Yeah, like, you just, like, they play, like, a trailer for the rebooted Blood Man Chronicles. Yeah. You just hear his cackle or or, or or Cockknocker is now like a CGI like <laughs> yeah, motion yeah. capture thing, and like uh, is Mark, Mark Hamill does in the, the green voice. suit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be that would be funny like, if he <laughs> yeah. comes out and he's like wearing the green the ping yeah. pong with the ping yeah, pong yeah, balls. Yeah, yeah. That would be funny. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I'm hoping. That, I'm, yeah, basically, I'm hoping that it has a few sort of surprises up its sleeve. I think it will because the trailer, as good as it was, I'm hoping you don't get to the cinema and it's like this is just. All the best bits were in the trailer I kind think, of situation. I think the surprises are going to come from the endings to the other films that we know. Yeah, are that's true. Like it's going to be a little bit of dogma closure, a little bit of yeah. That also well, it also depends how that works into the film because if if it feels clunky, like he's stopping the movie to to talk about another movie, do you know what I mean? Well, like I mean, it depends how true. he weave that in. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be. I'm assuming all the interconnected stories are going to lead up to Comic Con because that seems like that seems like the thing to do. Yeah, that I makes guess. sense. But I know that at least Kevin Smith has said that with the uh, Chasing Amy sequel, yeah. mini sequel in the film, it's eight pages, which is the longest of the story elements oh, okay. that's not related to the reboot. Yeah. So I'm assuming. I guess if it follows the Road movie, you know, formula, yeah. like it'll just be like, and now we stop at this part where they meet people from the old yeah. movie and then they um but i think you look at kevin's other movies and there's usually pretty constant laughs 
pretty frequent, yeah. at least with, you know, I mean, his classics like yeah, Morat's at, Clerks. At the very least, like, because this is technically his first View Askew movie since Clerks 2. Yeah. Am I no, remembering that's, that? No, that's, that's correct. That right? yeah, yeah, that's correct. And that came out in 2006 or 2007? Been a while. Yeah. So, like... Yeah, like, it, this is not just him messing around anymore. Like, this is like... Well, this might be... I, I don't want to say this to sound too dark, but yeah. this could possibly be the last chance he has. Mm. When you nearly well, die... I'm hoping that if this is good, and then he he continues doing oh, yeah. more, like... Well, he we wants should to make this, Clerks 3. This was in development yeah, hell for but, a little while, because yeah. he couldn't find financing and for he still, it. And he still wants to do another More Rats somehow. Yeah, mm. he said that before. He's like, I'm not going to let that rest. Like, yeah. he, he, he kind of... He has these ideas he wants to get out... It's just finding an avenue which mm. will let him. My, if you remember, he pitched it to Hulu, a Moritz TV show. Yeah. And they were like, no. In my opinion, that's a mistake. Well, maybe if this does well, if Reboot does well, he can shop that around again to maybe yeah. another network. And- like Netflix. I don't understand. Ne- yeah. ne- he's. We've talked about this before. He's the perfect filmmaker yeah. for Netflix. He's, yeah. he's like a TV. Low budget. Relative, has yeah. a cult name. Exactly. Willing. Yeah. <laughs> And people can complain all they want about how bad it is, but it's on Netflix. And they'll watch it. And you, yeah, you can watch it for pretty much for free, <laughs> yeah. technically. But yeah, well, that kind of leads into my only worry about this movie is outside of limited showings in America, yeah. we well, haven't really heard anything about yeah, international it, distribution. I think it's coming out in October, if if I remember correctly. If, if they announced it at all, I think it was October. But yeah, like... It's see, it's not an indie. It it is an indie movie, but it's also not an indie movie in the traditional sense. So, it might get some limited showing. But well, it should be noted that uh, Clerks Two came out at the cinemas at uh, at, at Hoyts. Like Hoyts showed yeah. Clerks Two. So, I mean, they, they. I was gonna say they showed Cop Out, but Cop Out was a mainstream that's, release. That's, yeah, that was a studio um, release. I think. So it, there's a precedent. But yeah. Whether that holds, I think. I think it's just comes out the 15th of October. Okay, yeah. So, it, it's just big enough, if that's the right word, to release, you know, normally. Um, it won't get a superhero movie release, you know, for two months, but I'm hoping it doesn't get pushed, you know. I don't, I don't want to have to go to the Nova in the city, you know. like We will if we have I mean, to. I definitely. We'll go, yeah. we'll go more than once, but, yeah. you know, like, yeah, hopefully it does get a, a proper release. Because Kev deserves that, at least. Yeah. For, like, Especially, a universe yeah. sort of topper, like... Yeah. Give it a small run, guys. Come yeah. on. Did you guys also see that trailer for that Jason Mewes movie? No, I haven't seen it yet. Does it, it look um, good? Madness to the Method, I think yeah. it's called. Yeah. It's like a super, super low budget, like shoestring budget. His directorial like, just, debut. Yeah, it's just basically about Jason Mewes plays a, himself or a version of himself and how, like, he wants to be a serious actor, but no one takes him seriously. Um, <laughs> I like, that's also quite yeah, meta. I like yeah. it. And it's basically just him running around Hollywood, like, running into famous people who I'm assuming just, you know, did it as a favor to him and Kevin. Like, uh, you know, just a lot of cameos. Stan Lee has a cameo in it. They must have filmed that no like, shit. a couple of years ago. Um, so, yeah, that, that looks interesting as yeah, well. I'll have to give that a look up. Yeah. That sounds interesting. Should we move on? Yeah, moving on to the next trailer. Top Gun. Top Gun Maverick. Maverick. Keen as a jelly bean. You would be keen even if it was just Tom Cruise sitting on the toilet. I'm down. Let's face it. I'm down with that. However. Hey, I don't live a lie. (laughs) (laughs) However, this movie... I'm actually excited for. Can I? Does he fly the jets? I'm pretty sure he does. No, (laughs) but see, like, this is the thing. We talked about this. (laughs) We've talked about this many times where it's like... 
like how do, how do I how do I start this? He's again? crazy and he's he crazy. does all his own yeah. stunts. It's like yeah, we we appreciate like <laughs> I appreciate yeah. the risk he's willing to give to his I, own bodily yeah. harm. For so exactly. I, I butchered yeah. that sentence, but yeah. I appreciate the risk he's willing to take onto his own self yeah. for our entertainment. Exactly, yeah, but not that doesn't always work out in a good movie. But I think in this case, like just and like like we always talk about, they don't make movies with practical action effects no, and but the dude flew Tom a helicopter Cruise, in fallout yeah, so if you're tom cruise <laughs> you can get away with that and so we're getting like this is what like when's the last time you saw like proper like real fighter jets see, on screen like in a like soon, not since the 90s or see, early 2000s soon maybe. you'll be one of us james <laughs> no, no, but, but that's the thing it's like you guys blindly follow tom cruise I still have standards as to what movie, you know, if the movie's you, you bad. Pick, you pick your battles with Tom Cruise. Yeah, it's like yeah. if the movie's bad but Tom Cruise is in it, no, yeah. no. If the movie's good but Tom Cruise is in it, yes, you know, like, yeah. you know. No, I, that's I'm not, it's, pro- it's progress, it's progress. Yeah, but I'm, I'm definitely uh, more on board with Tom Cruise than I was before. <laughs> it's got but, fallout. But, yeah, oh, God, <laughs> so good. But, see, this is the thing, like, I, the, the, I don't even really like the original Top Gun that much. It, it's... It's it's okay. Like it's good. I like it's okay. I've never seen it all the way through. Really, it's it's fine. And like we always say, like it's one of those movies they don't make anymore because it's all about you know the, the jets Look, and stuff. It's an icon of gay cinema, and it is very. Val Kilmer's also in. No, no I'm, I I only, I only say that. I'm no, 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 sli- no, no, slightly that's, saying that's, that's that as of, a joke. Yeah, no, but it's also true. It, yeah, like it's kind of it. it's hard to explain because the movie's very unintentionally homoerotic yeah but i heard so here's the thing like we're not being homophobic this is just this is literally how how like it's come about i heard that originally the female lead the romantic subplot was only added in later after they realized they didn't have a, a romance in the movie so, in hindsight, when you watch the movie, it's got all the homoerotic, like, volleyball no, shirtless we say, scenes. We should say there is lots of shirtless scenes. There's men shouting yeah. scenes. Lots of, oil, lots of the, oil dudes. The, the, yeah, lots the of rival, oil guys and, like, bro yeah. fist pumping and, 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 and stuff. And the, the rivalry between Iceman and Maverick, you know, and that tension... Like it became a joke, like a running yeah, no, joke. But it was also but, it also turned into something more like uh, pop culturey, contextually yeah. kind of. Yes, uh, but not in a negative way. No, no, it's kind of no. coded in in in, in, yeah. in the way and we look at things now. Exactly, it's and, coded in a certain way. It doesn't. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone thought it was intentional. No. <laughs> but the fact that they had to add that subplot in with the. With the female lead, that kind so, of I, I'd like. I think someone maybe knew, yeah. and I don't know I how would, true that is. You I know. would love to be in the little studio where they're watching a rough draft of the movie. Yeah, and one of the interns leans over and goes, "Is this a gay movie?" <laughs> but not that there's anything wrong with that. No, I no, think the, no, no, I'd no, say but, that, wrong with yeah. that. Yeah. that. That's actually it's, one of the things that I think makes the film charming. I mean, like it, when I think of Top Gun, like I think of two things: Danger Zone, yeah, Danger Zone, and yeah. then like m- like oiled up men high fiving and yeah. playing volleyball. But see, that's that's the thing with the movie is like it's kind of a weird, stilted, disjointed movie that kind of feels like it's doing some weird different things. But because it's got cool fighter jets and mm. rock music, that's what people love and remember about it. You know, and I'm hoping we and- get an oiled up Tom Cruise. Well, you, we, there was a volleyball scene in the trailer. 
I'm sold. <laughs> my t- my ticket price has already been justified. And I love the I love the quote at the start of the trailer. Can't yeah. get a promotion, won't retire, and despite your best efforts, refuses to die. That almost sums up Tom Cruise. Yeah. He tries so hard and he's he's always like on the brink of being like this really respected, actually respected dramatic actor in some well, of his films. Like I, I And feel he pulls like- it back. Yeah, no, no. Like, Back to action. He, no, because... Like, just sort of big he, I stunts think and... He kind of went through a change. Like, he was he was the new, young, like, hot guy. And then he became the sort of respected kind of dramatic actor in his 30s or whatever. And then he became the action guy. The running man. And then, yeah, and then he became the action guy who's crazy and does his own stunts. Yeah. And now he's and like... And in between, he's a bit of a meme. And yeah, I mean, he's yeah, but like now, and now he's fully into that. He's yeah, like he leans into the yeah, running. His jumping. last, his last like ten yeah. years of films from memory, like have just all been action, action and stunts. Yeah, pretty which much, which is good. I mean, he embraces it. He he says that yeah. um, he loves to bring uh, in, uh, audiences joy. Yeah, like he he likes the fact that we get excited when we watch his movies. That's what he goes yeah. for. Well, his Twitter but- bio is running on film since whatever day. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so um, I think we talked about yeah. that. He's, he's at least a little bit self-aware. Yeah, no, but um, he's, he's wor- on, sorry. And you go on. No, he said on camera before that the reason he does his movies is because he wants to excite people. Yeah, and I think that's why I appreciate his movies. Yeah. I'm but, never bored. Yeah, but like, I think th- this kind of ties into to Maverick and you know the opening part of the trailer where it's like, it's it's one of those roll your eyes, boring Hollywood, do a sequel to a beloved 80s classic, you know, 30 well, years later. I mean, you say that, but, but they've been trying to get it made for years. That's true too. But on top of that, now you've got that meta kind of Tom Cruise is a, a real stunt, you know, crazed, you know. He's, he's really aging. V- vis- uh, uh, visiting the danger zone on the reg. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, like, he, he and like, no, like Nathan s- said, like, he himself is kind of like Maverick. He's the hot shot, you know, trying to, trying to, you know, impress everyone, you know, like. And so, like, it's this weird, like, meta sequel of, like, the return of Tom Cruise the return of Maverick, you know, like yeah, that yeah. hotshot pilot in the eighties, he's still doing that crazy, you know, stunt, you know, he's pulling stunts and, you know, doing monos on his motorbike, you know, like, and it's just it, like Tom in real life. Yeah. And it, yeah. it kind of, you know, we talk about, you know, how, when they do these long, long after sequels and they're like 30 years later and it's like a lot of the times it's just a nostalgia jerk. Like, Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. remember this, remember that. I and remember. Yeah, and it's like, and in the best cases, they use that to to further the characters in the story. So I feel I feel like they can do that here. I know Christopher McQuarrie is co-writing the script. Nice. So I'm excited about that. But overall, like with the first Top Gun, which I'm not a big fan of, at the end of the day, it's about the stunts and the fight, like the fighter yeah. jets and the dudes and from. <laughs> And the dudes well, for you guys, maybe. <laughs> but like for, for for but in in the trailer, you see like a lot of real planes yeah. really flying, yeah. and that's hopefully that's what we'll see in this one. Yeah, because I don't think no, Tom no, but that's, would have it that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is in the, in the trailer for this, that's what you see, yeah. and we don't see that in cinema I mean, look, anymore. I feel bad for the guy who had to convince the insurance companies. Well. <laughs> you know, it's like, look, yeah, look, Tom Cruise, Mr. Cruise, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Cruise, Mr. 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 Cruise, will be flying if, a plane. Yeah, will be if, flying his own jet. I mean, if he could get away with the helicopter and the climbing of that tower, impossible. Yeah, like 
I feel like he can get away with sitting because there are because what they do they they have like two two seater fighter planes and then he sits in the back seat and the pilot sits in the front seat and then they put the camera so the the pilot does all the stunts and he can sit well, and Tom like Cruise be filmed. I, I look. I assume some of it will be, or most of it will be that. But I reckon there's going to be a couple times where he's fully oh, yeah. in control. Yeah. If he did the helicopter, the corkscrew helicopter in Mission Impossible, he can fly a plane. No, straight. I'm pretty sure he can. Yeah. Fly I've mentioned this on there before. But I leaned over to Alan doing that film, and I'm like, "Do you reckon he's actually flying that plane?" Alan goes, "No, yeah, no, in, yeah, no. You, yeah." We talked about how like <laughs> the helicopter in Mission Impossible Fallout, and and then no, he did. Yeah. And he learned, he like he learned to be a fully certified helicopter yeah, yeah. pilot in like six weeks or something, which Who is the that? shortest amount of time to become like it's insane. Anyway, but, moving on. But oh no, one more thing in the trailer, it looks like he's wearing like a, a, oh, yeah. a space suit, not a space suit, but a sort of high orbit suit. So it looks like he's going to be doing some sort of Tom experimental goes to near orbit. Yeah, like experimental, cool. uh, you know, like high orbit plane, you know, like that. Looks, I like that. That would be cool. cool. Can we also we should mention briefly that he in the trailer he re, he rewears an iconic jacket from the original, mm. but the stitching on the back has been altered because there was uh a, was it the Hong Kong flag? Uh, it's some a, or a, a Thai flag? It's there's some there's some Asian flag on the back that that's that's been of in, on his original yeah, jacket. So mm-hmm. uh, that's been removed because they the want movie. the film to go big in China. They altered the stitching uh, on the back of on the back of his jacket, yeah. and they changed it so it's not politically insensitive to the Chinese. So, so if they're willing to censor small things like that, how is that going to affect the rest of the movie? In like in the context of look, the first, yeah. I mean, that's just a thing in the, in the world we live in now. Yeah. Like the market in China just, is so big, and it's yeah, just oh, opened yeah. up recently. So that's hap- that's, that's been happening a lot with video games and movies, and like. And it's kind of, yeah, it, it's sad and a little bit scary, but I guess understandable from business yeah. point of view. But yeah, in that case, it's just a patch, probably will not affect anything no. else in the movie. But there are some cases where it's like entire things have been changed just yeah. to appease the, the new Chinese market. And that's what I don't like. Well, didn't they change one of the characters in Doctor Strange uh, from uh, a certain race to... Um uh, what's her name? The one. The ancient one. Yeah, they, I'm pretty sure they changed the race. Oh, that was a weird... Th- like, <laughs> we could have a whole discussion about how that makes... that Like, it doesn't make sense that they changed it. Oh, yeah, I guess because she's Tibetan. So, they couldn't... Yeah, I guess they had to change it to... Yeah, but... Yeah. But oh, also, if they did... A, yeah, no. I'm sure we talked about that on the review. Oh, back... Yeah, I, I think... That was a, that was a, that was one of the first reviews I think I did. I don't even know if you guys were on that show. Doctor Strange. Yeah, were you guys there? That's perfect. Yeah, would have been. I can't remember. It was so long ago now. Who knows? Anyway, moving on to the next trailer, Watchmen. Oh, I'm keen. It, it seems like the problem is Alan Alan Moore's work is so, for lack of a better word, legendary. Yeah. and influential that it's like. <sighs> I do want them to keep using it, but I also want them to keep their dirty hands off it's, my baby. Yeah, it, it's it's a hard thing with any Alan Moore property where it's like... Because I don't understand it. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of... Not like, to say I do understand it. You know yeah, what I mean? No. Like, like it, it's a very specific piece of yeah, art. Like Watchmen, like, you know, V for Vendetta and like... But Watchmen's, from Hell. Watch, from Hell. But Watchmen especially has always been that like one untouchable, unfilmable you know, book 
And then they made the movie and I liked it. There are parts of it I really like. There are other parts I really don't like. But overall, when I when I try to discuss it with people, I say it's the best case. It was the best case scenario. Yeah, like it might it might have missed the point of the book in some places, you know. But overall, considering what we could have gotten, <laughs> yeah, I know it's, it's good, not that it's a bad. Good thing they're not trying to make it now. Yeah, exactly. Like it's not that bad considering. Um, so this kind of continuation. On the one hand, it's like, just no, just stop, just leave it alone. But it also looks quite interesting in the way that it's a sequel to the book and not to the movie. So, that's yeah. one, the one that's interesting. And two, it like further explores the world. We should note that uh, the patron saint of comics, Alan Moore, mm. uh, does not own the rights to Watchmen. And I'm pretty sure he, he doesn't didn't... watch... Um, he doesn't, I don't think he owns the rights to any of his... Like, uh, I think only the, League of Le- only the League of Legendary Gentlemen, which is... Is that even DC or was that a, a Vertigo? I think that might have been Vertigo. I don't even know if he owns the rights to that. I know no, he owns because the rights they to made Prometheus. the movie of that. Yeah. So, unless he got the rights back after the movie. I think he owns the rights to Prometheus. Anyway. Um, I he don't was, know. He I did don't... not enjoy the Watchmen movie. He doesn't approve of any of it. He, so yeah, he's, but he's famously against all screen adaptations of his work. Yeah, that's Like, it doesn't true. matter what. Like, he takes um, his name off all of them. You, yeah. If you, if you know, if you've ever seen V Vendetta or whatever, like, his name will never be on them. It looks... Yeah. The, the trailer looks interesting. I'm just worried as I'm not a massive comic guy. Mm. Uh, I'm just worried that... Have you read the comic, Nathan? Because I feel like you have to read the comic oh, to understand the show. We have it. You can read I think, it. I you think, have to read because the read, show... I think it, I've read it once years ago. You have to read it. Because the show is a sequel That's to... That's what I'm worried about. To you know, the, like, the book. If I don't read the comic, is it going to be lost on me? Maybe. I feel like... Yeah, because there are things in the trailer that I want to talk about that are directly tied to what happens in the book. Oh, you can spoil it and for me. I don't care. Yeah, no, no. But like, that's that's also you can watch the motion comic. <laughs> well, oh, I, bought, I bought the motion comic See, on Blu-ray. Like, I, like, I, how does Alan Moore feel? Alan Moore feel about that one? How do I put this? I it's the one dude doing all the voices. Yeah, like, that's the worst I, thing. I, yeah, like I I feel like it would have been really it would have been okay if they got vo- a voice cast. But the one guy doing it all is just grating <laughs> and m- monotonous. Yeah, I hate it. Like, I was, like, watching it and I'm like, you know who would make a great voice for um, the comedian? Ron Perlman. And then Ooh. I started being like, then I started being like, oh, man, they should have really got a good voice cast. Then, the, then like, and then for people who don't read comics, at least you can, even though the motion comic is very, it's not a real animated, it's just kind of like yeah. the panels kind of move. But just the one because it's got the one guy doing the voices, oh, I, it's just unwatchable. <laughs> uh, no offense to that guy. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry for they should have got Mark Hamill to do. I'm sorry for putting it. I'm sorry for going off a tangent there. That's um, right. Um, but yeah. So what do so you want to talk about? The Watchmen. Spoiler the, alert for Watchmen. Sm- spoiler alert for the, the, graphic, the novel. graphic novel and the movie. Oh, also, we're not talking about the. Uh, I'm not sure what happens in the um, the after comics. Oh yeah, and frankly. No. See, I that, don't particularly care. No. See, that that's a case of just leave it alone. Don't yeah, touch Watchmen. No. But in this case, the show, I'm much more yeah. interested in this than I was so in whatever the, the hell they the were show, doing with that. The show is not a sequel to the sequel comics, no. is it? No. Good, because I never, I never cared about those. No. I and thought those should never dis- exist. Disgraceful, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, this is kind of a weird thing where it's, I was kind of like this shouldn't exist, but now I'm kind of interested. One, it's on HBO, which means great production value, no content restrictions, swearing, violence, nudity, sex. It's all going to be in there. 
So that's good. If if any if any place that this could exist, HBO is is a good place yeah. for. It would be interesting to see what this show would look and sound like if the movie never existed. Because whether you like or hate the movie, it does bring some certain things to life in a way that I feel like the show, even though the show's based on the books and not the no, book on the graphic novel and not the movie. Yeah. They bring it. It brings it to life in the same way. It's a lot. It's like the Lord of the Rings discussion. Yeah, exactly. It's like because there are only certain amount of ways you can uh, visually, visually depict something. It's like cinematically depict yeah. something, you know. So it's. It, I would just be interested to travel. I would be interested to travel to an, another universe where the new movie never existed. What would this show look like? Probably kind of. If I remember correctly, the Watchmen movie is pretty much scene for scene. Just on the comic, yeah. Yeah, except obviously it's a little darker, a little more gritty well, because they, the, the yeah. animation well, style is very specific in Watchmen. Wait, 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 the so the Zack Snyder movie, yeah, yeah, is mostly you know the visuals are ripped from the yeah. panels of the the graphic novel, but yeah, then they change some things for you know to make the movie shorter and so on, and they change the ending, which is the biggest uh, change. I can't even remember how the movie ends. With the the Doctor Man, the explosion with the big um the big uh, blue bomb explosion in the middle of New York, and they blame it on Doctor Manhattan. Oh, because doesn't the end of the comic and, and the, the, com- ending of the, the comic comics with the the comics with the big space octopus? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which in the show, because the show the HBO show is based on yeah, the, yeah. the novel. That's the canonical ending. So it'd be interesting to see how they deal with. The space octopus. The space octopus and the the sort of the the plan. So how do I, how do I say? It? What's interesting about Watchmen is even though it's a self-contained novel and a self-contained movie, the implications of the ending, like it, it's so interesting to explore. Yeah, like this show has the ability to do that. Yeah, to say well, uh, what uh, if? It's yeah, a hypothetical. Ozzy, yeah, Ozymandias' plan succeeded. However. In doing what he did to unite the world, he would have to redo that again in the future, probably, to keep people yeah. scared. So, it, it'll be really interesting so to see did, what they do in the show. Uh, did Ozymandias die in the end of the comic? Because it's been no. so long. No. So, so what? he pretty much succeeds. He, he, yeah, the, I know he wins. Yeah. So, and, and Jeremy Irons plays the older version of him in the show. Oh, which nice. Is, which is awesome. Nice. Yeah. But, like, that's interesting because, like, he's still around and there's a bit in the trailer Noob where qu- they're, like, squids yeah, falling is, is from Dr. the Manhattan sky. Is Dr. Manhattan still in it? Yes. Yeah, he's in the trailer. Noob question. Yeah. Do the superheroes in this, with the exception of Dr. Manhattan, actually have powers? Yeah, they do. Uh, Ozymandias did actually have super speed, not the flash not, super speed. Not canonically though. Only. What do you mean? Like there's no, there's no ever, there's never any explanation as to his powers. He's super fast. He's he's fast in the comics, isn't he? I've read mm. the comics a bunch of times. I, I thought I thought he was like. As far as I know, he was just really smart and the peak of physical. Oh man, I've got human. to do this. <laughs> because otherwise, because other than Doctor Manhattan, like there's no explanation as to where his powers come from. 
Because that's the one thing I've wondered about Watchmen. I'm yeah. like, I know they're heroes, but are they actually, with the exception of Dr. Manhattan, yeah. you know, the big blue No, they're, they're, they're just masked vigilantes, from what I remember. Very good. But, yeah, like... Oh, light, he's got lightning quick reflexes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure in the comic it's inferred that he's, like, his reflexes are, like, actually but supernaturally quick. I don't, I don't know if they ever... They never explore that, though. Like, there's never any bit where it's like, he's actually superpowered, you know? Like, it's just he's so physically perfect and mentally perfect. Well, I know that he, um, he actually physically catches a bullet. Yeah. Uh, but so, in, the, in terms like, of, like, that super speed, he yeah. can catch... Someone fires a bullet at him, yeah. he can grab it out of the like, air. Like, in terms of real life, that, that would be considered a superpower. But in terms of the way the novel and, and the movie presents it, it's hard to explain. Like no, he, I know what you mean. He's not a metahuman. No, he's yeah. I, I kind of get what you mean. He's just so. I, I get what you mean, but I also do disagree. Okay. In the sense that I feel like Ozymandias. Yeah. Because uh, whether like- whether it's because in this in this universe there's no X Men there's no Superman. Yeah. I do feel like there are, he does. I feel like if he was canonically superpowered, they would have explored that instead of just. Go no, on, but like you know? if if a dude is so quick, you can't hit him with a bullet. Yeah, like you have to. You can't just say, "Oh, well, he must have trained a whole bunch." But that's what I'm saying. Is I, I also it, feel realistically like, it doesn't make sense. But also they don't really explore that he has. I'm also, any I'm also pretty. There's also an inference that everyone has like that kind of slightly more than human endurance. Like that kind of they Maybe. can fight for an extended period of time. They can withstand punishment. Maybe. So it's it's more of a general. Kind of um, but, like you know, it's like not not to Captain America levels. Yeah, but they're like half soldier serum. I- yeah, in that but, sense. But there's no exploration of that. Yeah, no, like, that's not no, the point of the comic. There's yeah, there's no point in the comic where they delve into either supernatural yeah, no. or scientifically no, uh, but, granted powers other than Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. but I, I think and we from, uh, from some quick googling, it basically says the only character with verified superpowers is Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. But as like I said, though, it's like with it's, it's basically just a slightly heightened version of reality. Re- re- yeah. yeah, like there's no meta-human, you know, powers. But it looks um, cool. It looks. But anyway, it does look cool. Yeah, what I was getting to was because Ozymandias is in the show as an older version. It exists in the show. Laurie Blake. You know, Laurie, who Silk, Silk Spectre yeah. 2, uh, she's now an FBI agent and she's taken the name of the, her Weird. last name of the comedian. Weird. Um, and I'm assuming there are going to be other sort of cameos and so on. And Dr. Manhattan uh, certainly is, sort right? of comes sort of uh, at the end. So it'll be interesting to see how they, how they, how they, how they explore, like how they continue what the, what the book ended and and the how they answer the question the book ended with yeah and i think it'll be i think it will be slightly disappointing because yeah, I don't alan think it's gonna, not writing the script I, yeah i don't think it's gonna live up i think that it's gonna be eye candy i, I think it's gonna have some really cool episodes yeah but it's also going to in terms of the legacy of watchmen yeah it's going to be a slight disappointment i think it'll be good but at the end of the day personally and I think you guys will agree, it'll be seen as a non-canonical... Oh, oh yeah. Ex- exploration. supplementary yeah, material. Exploration of a what-if scenario yeah. of what if... It, it definitely the sh- is. ...the book kept going for 30 yeah. years and he is... The, yeah. And it, there's some competition, though. Because recently Amazon's released The Boys. So oh, yeah. Which will be better? That's very... Obviously, now, well, the, the, watch, the Watchmen has it's an It's totally inbuilt, very different. Uh, Watchmen has an inbuilt... 
like legacy. Yeah. Whereas the boys, you know, I, I you know, I think the comic was popular, but it's not a legendary comic book classic. You yeah. Know? So, I mean, and the boys is very good. So it's a good yeah, time. I really it's a like good the time boys. for adult. Um, yeah, the boys. Sort of. Yeah, the boys. Yeah, the boys. <laughs> it's a good time to be a fan of uh, more adult comics. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, in terms of Watchmen, like uh, what do you call cautiously, cautiously optimistic? Oz, Oz, uh, optimistic, like a bit wary, but also like I definitely want to see it. And yeah, I'll be interested in to see how they explore the ideas from the book, and you know who you know who's gonna who else is gonna cameo. You know, are there gonna be other like uh, like who's the like, who's Lewis Gossett Jr.'s character, the old man? Like, he's this mysterious character, you know? Like, who's he going to well, be, you know? Like, Robert Redford plays the president, like, but plays himself as the president. That's so good. So, I'm like, how are they going to work that in? Or is it just going to be a couple cameos? Like, I hope they kind of deal with that in the same way Nixon was a part of yeah, well, the original comic book. You know, Rorschach's journal at the end of Watchmen, you know, get, assumedly gets released to the public. Is that why in the Watchmen show there's like a vigilante group of Rorschach, like you know, mask wearing guys? They're already they're already his book. Yeah, so there might be like a cult of of Rorschach. So that that's these are interesting questions to that the show can explore. Well, but that's also that's also very intriguing because that means that means that they're taking the uh, the comic graphic novel seriously. If they're exploring those yeah. elements of it, that's promising. Yeah. Well, look. I think with uh, a perfect transition because we're running out of time. Yeah. And we can talk about Watchmen for like another two hours. Oh, man. Could do the whole show. Um, I think Ozymandias is, of course, named after the um, poem by Shelley mm. about a an ancient forgotten king. Mm. And I think that uh, our feelings after all this is said and done will be summed up with a quote from said poem, Look on my works, ye mighty and despair. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Which of course is that kind of uh, that kind of uh, personality he has in the book is that yeah. kind of look what I've done, haha. Yeah, uh, and of course at the end of Watchmen, it's like despair. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how that his ego kind of works going yeah. forward, because that's the whole point is I can change the world. I'm yeah. Ozymandias. I'm yeah. this legendary kind of King. figurehead yeah. person. Yeah, and yeah, it'll be interesting to see how yeah how his plan continues. Yeah, thirty years on. Which is that that poem gets thrown around a lot in modern pop culture. I know that there was used in um, Prometheus. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> we don't have but, to talk uh, about that. Alan Moore, Alan, <laughs> Moore, Alan Moore was hitting that property before it got hot. <laughs> we so, are uh, all out of time for the live portion of the show. Yes. Um, um, if continue you, listening from the podcast. Yeah, if you're listening live, Matt is not in tonight. So, so you're in for some... So Great tunes. Check out the hot tunes we have here on the radio. But otherwise, if you're listening to the podcast, we have a lot more trailers to talk about. So we'll be back in a sec. You're back on the Tuesday Review. And now we are talking all about the new Picard trailer. Yes. Star Trek Picard. Um, now, I As think- someone who's never seen The Next Generation. Oh, you should watch it. I feel like it looks really dark, and I don't think that's yeah. reflective mm, of the next generation. No, I mean, it's not reflective of Star Trek in general. Old Star it's Trek. just, yeah, well, <laughs> real, 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 real yeah, Star Trek. Real Star and Trek. the Orville. But, yeah, but which, yeah, is, is, <laughs> is, real, real is representative Trek. of real, real Star, Star Trek. Trek. Yeah. But, like, I think it's just a symptom of, like, it's on Amazon and it's a modern sci-fi sh- show, like premium Which worries service. me. So, like, I'm hoping, yeah, I'm hoping they don't go full grim dark, but. Would Patrick Stewart get involved if it was too grim dark? I want to say no. 
But you never uh, know. But then yeah, money, 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 money. Yeah, like, like I'm also, sure he might be bored. Maybe he just wants yeah, to play like, the card again. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he. You know, th- there's also how do I how do I put this like they might have come to him and said look we're you know we're gonna we're gonna explore more of Picard and that that would have just sold him in terms of the the overall tone and and visual presentation like he's probably not involved in that at least not into a deep deep level you know what I mean so it's like he's just happy to explore the character of Picard and continue that story so essentially, the trailer is about the. Uh, ro- it seems like the show is going to revolve around them roping the second best uh, Starfleet star fleet commander <laughs> well, back into the business. Who's, who's the first? Kirk. No way. Picard way better than Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> never. <laughs> never. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, I think. I mean, I've been looking forward to this since they announced it, but obviously, S- Star Trek properties for the last. 10, 15 years haven't been great. Um, Discovery is a piece of shit and I hate everything about it. Can't confirm. The J.J. Abrams universe movies. Mostly bad. Mostly bad. Like, they're very safe and boring and... The best the, part of those movies is always the Beastie Boys yeah. um, Easter egg. Yeah, which you can listen to without having to watch the movies. So, but like they're just the yeah, it's the J.J. Abrams. You know, like he's the boring. There's nothing, nothing of substance. Bloom. Yeah, there's just uh, lots of lens flare. Lens flare. But like, and like one of the problems I have with a lot of, with all the new Star Trek stuff is since Nemesis came out almost twenty years ago. Every official Star Trek property has been a prequel. And that's what pisses me off the most. You know, Enterprise was set before the original series. Discovery is set, like, just before the original series. And the J.J. Abrams Universe movies are set, like, before the original series, but are also a sort of reboot slash sort of prequel to to those, to to that. Um, And it's like... Science fiction is about looking forward and and exploring what the world would be like and what humanity would be like. No, James. Science fiction is about jerking off existing properties. Exactly. And and this is the thing is like the Star Trek world, what's great about it is that you can skip ahead. Like, Like Next Generation takes place like 80 years after original series or whatever. Like why not just skip ahead 100 years and be like, okay, here's where the universe is at now. Yeah. You know, here's the political situation. Here's a new commander, a new yeah. ship, a new crew. Exactly. Like the, you know, the Romulans and the Klingons, they're old news and here's, you know, but... The Vulcans are finally starting to feel. <laughs> and and they're, they're kind of like, here's the political situation, here's the, you know, here's the landscape, how it is now. And we never got to see that for, for years and years up until this point, which is why, even though this is only set, you know, 20 years after Nemesis... I'm just happy to finally see a sequel. Also, Picard has a doggo. Which is the most important part, of course, Cal. Most important. Um, So, I'm just happy to see we're seeing a sequel. You know, we're finally getting to see what happens after Nemesis. Now, on the one hand, because it's a uh, a sort of more focused on Picard show. And because it's it's on Amazon, right? Just point that out. Because Jeff Bezos is a giant nerd. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Also, he's got like, uh, we should just also, we won't have time to mention it uh, now. So, we'll just bring uh, later. So, we'll bring up Carnival Row is also an Amazon um, property. Yeah. And that's nerdy as shit. I love it. I love it. Jeff Bezos is like 
the patron saint in neckbeards. We oh, love yeah. you, Jeff. Please save the planet, but we love yeah. you anyway. Save the planet first, then make nerdy shit later. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what was I saying? Yeah, so it's set in the Prime Universe, yep. which, thank God, it's an actual official sequel to set after Nemesis. Thank God for that. Because it's centered around Picard, it won't probably explore the whole larger situation. That's understandable. But, yeah. But it's still, at least we get to see how things have evolved since then. And what's great is that, and they kept this a secret, which is hard to do, is that Data is in the show. And so, apparently, Riker and Troy are also apparently part of the show. And Seven of Nine is in the show. And so that, I'm, a, I'm hoping that eventually, even if, if not in this season, then in the next season, then Geordie and Worf will, you know, you just, you're just itching for a continuation it's, of next generation. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> next, it's the next, the next generation. The next, exactly. So, like, I know it's focused on Picard, and the, you know, these characters probably won't have, uh, you know, recurring or you know, not uh, roles yeah. every week. But like, at least we'll get to see, you know, some sort of sequel or, or, or you know, uh, reunion there. So that's fun. But yeah, like in terms of the the actual Picard show. Um, yeah, it looks a bit grim, dark. It has a few of the visual flourishes of the J.J. Abrams universe, which is kind of understandable. But I would like a more, perhaps, restrained or classic look to it. But I think some of the the uniforms look really good, and I just think I I just hope that it introduces newcomers like me well enough. It's not going to just throw me into obscure knowledge. Well, see, I feel like. <sighs> You definitely have to... I mean, obviously I know that I would get the most out of it if I had seen the show. Yeah. But I hope that it's simple enough in its premise for me to be able to pick it up and enjoy it. Because it seems like the premise of the show is about, like, a a new... Like, Picard gets a new crew. Um, Not in in any official, you know, Starfleet capacity, but it's like a bunch of ragtag crew band together and they get Picard to be their captain to help this young girl who needs Picard's help. So I'm assuming that that can, I guess, you know, form the basis of just any any casual watcher. But yeah, I guess in terms of uh, exploring Picard's character more and continuing his and arc... And the relationships between... Yeah, you'll, and, yeah. yeah, and the relationship between the old characters, like, you'll definitely need some knowledge. I think, at, at the very least, you can just watch the Next Generation movies. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you can also just, like... You don't need to have watched the original series to get into the next generation. Oh no, yeah, no, not particularly, no. Because I mean, but, I'm sorry, I love the original series, like yeah. I said, Kirk number one. <laughs> but I, I haven't watched the next generation. Yeah, and uh, I'm keen to watch it. Oh, oh so yeah. give me an excuse. Don't twist my arm too hard. <laughs> but yeah, no, like if anything, you can just watch the next generation movies. Mm. So that that'll obviously take a lot less time than watching the whole. Uh, sh- next generation show. We all know that Picard is a loose cannon after he gets controlled by the Borg. So. Well, see, that's that's the thing is this show seems to mark the return of the Borg. At least we see a Borg cube in the trailer and Seven of Nine uh, cameos in the trailer. So I'm assuming the show is going to be part- partly about that and that's always been tied to Picard's character. Because he's weak. How, how, much, how much of the show is going to be... About that, I don't know. There's this mysterious girl who, you know, is like she's the savior or she's a weapon. I don't really like that. I feel like that's been done too many times before. It feels like a J.J. Abrams thing. Like, you know, here's the hot female weapon. The kind Lilu. of Exactly, the kind of Lilu thing. Like, it feels like I've seen it a million times before. 
It is a trope. And, and yeah, and I'm hoping she's not just like a... It's a sci-fi trope, unfortunately. Yeah, but I'm hoping she's not just like a Borg... Uh, plant. <laughs> yeah, like no, she's because they say cell. <laughs> they say they say something like she's dangerous and you don't know what she is and stuff. And I'm like, she Borg. I'm hoping she Borg. she's not like a Borg slash a, a, a Borg uh, human uh, hybrid or something. And uh, like, I hope they don't do that because I feel like I've seen that before. And and yeah, like I want this. I want the show to go somewhere. Perhaps I know. I know Bo- the Borg are important to Picard, but in his journey but I hope they do something a little bit different you mean it's like the next frontier you want them to go to like somewhere well, no, they've been before the fine the more the, the more the more final frontier yeah, that's it <laughs> the even even more final frontier um but yeah I'm I'm really excited but yeah just cautiously optimistic like a lot of these you know what would be great mm. if they can get um uh the gentleman who played kirk um patrick stewart no no william shatner never mind never mind i want him to you no, no, talking no, about how much you love kirk you don't even know who plays you him. know i know who plays him i just had a brain fart <laughs> i want him to get ripped and hit the gym and then he can make a cameo to save the day no you should watch oh no i was gonna say she watched generations but kirk dies in that he dies like a bitch gets crushed you little bitch. Well, can I just say, didn't didn't Shatner want to make his own movie or something where uh, Kirk lived, or was that a book? Mm, I think uh, probably both. <laughs> knowing, knowing him, he was probably like, and then Kirk comes back because <laughs> he can't let that shit go. <laughs> uh, should we move on? Yeah, moving on. The King's Man. Uh, this is the prequel to the Kingsman movies. Yeah, this surprisingly looks really, really good. Ray Fiennes, right? Yeah. It's surpri- very surprising. Like, when they announced it, I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. I like the Kingsman bo- movies. I just yeah. thought, they're fun, but it's going to be a boring prequel. Yeah, or, or, you know, like, oh, you know, that's that's a fun idea. They'll do the same thing they're doing, but in <laughs> World War One. you know. Yeah. But the trailer looks dope. <laughs> <Can> I, <just laughs> say, like, I was like, what? We won't really have enough time to talk about the Pennyworth trailer, because we got... Do oh, we have God. to talk about no, it? No, no, we'll, no, no. What we'll do, we'll, say- uh, f- tw- 10 minutes before the end, we'll... Include everything that okay. we haven't talked about up until 10 minutes. The similarities between The Kingsman and Pennyworth aren't lost on me. Yeah. I feel like Pennyworth is like the cheap version of The Kingsman. Yeah, it's the... I'm like... Just the, yeah, just... I'm like, oh, I see God. what they're trying to do with Pennyworth, yeah. but I'm like, now here's how you do exactly. it correctly. Yeah. But like... Yeah, like, it just looks... It looks good. Yeah, like... Some of, even some of the cinematography, yeah, I was like, just like, it, it nice. Looks, it looks like a... I, I mean, you know, it's just an initial trailer, but like, it looks like they might be doing a slightly more serious than mm-hmm. the Kingsman no, movies. No, I, I think I agree well, with Well, I remember, look, when you were telling me before... I, I've seen the trailer. Yeah. When you were explaining it to me before I'd seen yeah. it, you're like, Rasputin's the bad guy. Yeah. I was like, sold. Uh, yeah, I was like... And it makes perfect sense. Rasputin's a bad guy, and there's a slow-mo scene with the uh, this assassination of Franz Ferdinand. Like salt. Like the grenade exploding under the car, and I'm just like, this movie's going to be awesome. Yeah. Like, and there's like, he's like fighting Rasputin, and, and like there's this whole like World War One No Man's Land battle scene. Yeah, that's so and sick. Like, looks, and, and yeah, like, it's crazy how this kind of, I don't want to call it dumb, but this kind of silly... Oh, you know, it was, silly it spy, was, yeah. yeah, this kind of silly spy, almost almost parody, you know, from the creator of Kick-Ass, you know, like, yeah. and now they're doing this prequel, and I'm like, 
this is an interesting it's uh, becoming a serious cinematic pro- universe yeah, it's you becoming know? a serious property now. yeah I'm like you know because not only are they doing this prequel then they're going to do Kingsman 3 which is set after Kingsman 2 you know like they're going to do a sequel with Eggsy you know and continue the modern day story as well but then I'm like if that's the last modern movie, then they could rewind it back and do a sequel to The King's Man, like, you know, set in the yeah, 20s so or whatever. The thing about The, King, the King's or... Man prequels is they could do one in the 60s and it'd still yeah. be cool. And, like, it's kind of like, you know, we were talking about James Bond, I think, last week, and we were kind of like, what are they going to do with it? You know, maybe they should just end it. No, I'm like, rewind it back to the 60s. Yeah, and I'm like... De-age Sean yeah, Connery. But, We're good. But we got like, the technology. In terms of James Bond, I feel like they would never do that. They would no, never yeah. compete with themselves in making a prequel and then making a modern day, you know. Yeah. But The Kingsman is just like... We're going to do a prequel and then we're going to do the sequel. And then potentially, I don't think this is planned, but potentially, yeah, you could do another prequel and then another sequel, you know, and there's even been rumors of the Statesman spinoff. They introduced the Statesman in the second movie, you know, so like this is becoming a really interesting cinematic franchise, you know, with a lot of potential. I'm really excited for it. Yeah. It looks pretty fucking epic. Yeah, the cast is really good. And yeah, I'm interested to see what they do with the franchise in the future. Yeah. 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 Looks cool. So our next trailer we're talking about is probably our most anticipated yeah. movie of the year. Yeah. Jojo Rabbit, Taika Waititi's newest movie that's a World War II sort of satire. Nazi Hitler satire film. Yeah. Like, any, I mean, any movie Taika does, I'm down, I'm day, there day one. He's just yeah. one of those really interesting, really creative filmmakers hilarious dude and and hilarious as well so when they announced this i was like sold but like a lot of the trailers we've been talking about it's not until you see the trailer when you fully realize how amazing it's gonna be i was working on some notes last night and i I rewatched the trailer i watched it when it came out but i rewatched it updated thoughts and i just put movie of the year question mark I think this might be my most anticipated movie. I'm just upset <laughs> that they didn't get a white man to play Hitler. Well, as look, no, 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 no. no. As a Nazi, I was very offended as a Nazi by the whitewashing. Incel. Yeah, as an incel, I was well, very upset with the whitewashing of well, Adolf Hitler. We, we were talking about that before the we went on air, and how you know Tyker's got balls. Like he's not he's not afraid to piss people off. He's not afraid to stir, you know, stir up trouble I that was and a controversy. Joke. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Hundred, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, because if that wasn't a joke, we're gonna have problems. <laughs> no, no, but like, uh, uh, and then, but you know, and people he, are he's, actually he's not, saying he, yeah, shit like he's not, that. He's not someone to back down, and like, he's got the balls to make this movie and make this movie funny without it being cringy. Yeah. Um, but people are having those dumb reactions, as they always do. What? They, what? Why these, are you wasting your energy on, yeah, these on degenerate this? degenerate sick people Trump's, come out of the woodwork. This is Donald Trump's America. Leave white yeah. supremacy alone. <laughs> but I like how some guy on Twitter was like, um, no, it was on Reddit, I think. Some guy was like, I'm a little uneasy about the casting of Taika Waititi as Adolf Hitler. Weren't there any white actors who could have taken the role? And then Taika responded with, freaking Polynesians taking all the white roles. <laughs> like, like, he doesn't give a fuck. Like, he, he like, and, like, the fact that, yeah, he made this movie about... It's, so, basically, it's about a young boy who's in the Hitler youth. And his imaginary friend and, is Adolf. Yeah. And he, like, obviously going through all the 
trials of being a young Nazi. Like, you know, having to live up to being the ideal human. The Ubermensch. Exactly. Um, but he's a bit weaker and Is a bit that the slower. Term? Yeah, no, you got it right. And he's a bit weaker and slower than, than yeah. his friends, and they make fun of him. It's and not so about he, being a Nazi with strength. It's about being a Nazi in <laughs> with heart. That's right. <laughs> um, and so to cope with that, he he visualizes Adolf Hitler as his imaginary friend to help him help him cope. And Taika Waititi and plays advice Adolf Hitler. So yeah, but what's not shown in the trailer is that there's a point where Jojo, the main character, the kid, his family are hiding a Jewish girl in their house. So he's going to have to confront his. His kind of belief or, or, you know, his upbringing in, you know, the, the Nazi Is this youth. based on an existing property? It'll... I don't know, actually. Or is it an original? Look it up. I, I'm pretty sure Taika wrote it, but whether he wrote it based on something. I know there's, I think there's a comic book with a similar premise. Maybe it's based on that comic book. Anyway, but yeah, like it, it's just, and the fact that he can make like such a good, like it's gonna like the trailer's hilarious. Yeah, and and the you know obviously it's got a great cast and it looks great, like it looks fantastic, um, visually. But yeah, like it looks it so good. A, will it get a wide release? I hope so. I think so. It's just it's just enough of um, a spectacle. No, it's just enough Mainstream, of a of big a, film. Yeah, like it's like Tiger's coming off of. Thor, he, yeah, he's hot, and right it's now. got yeah, it's got some big name stars. Uh, and it's made by Fox Searchlight, distributed yeah, by Disney. Like it might just slither. S- that's distributed by Walt Disney Studios. That's ballsy. Under the Disney banner, yeah, production company. Oh no, Fox they Searchlight, own, they own, distributed by Disney. Yeah, but they won't put the Disney no, logo. It's Fox on Search. It. Can you yeah, imagine that the, the little Fox castle and then the that would be funny. That would also, be funny. it's swastikas unfurled <laughs> on the castle walls. <laughs> oh, oh. They should do that with the Fox Searchlight. They should yeah. change it so it's like it's got the sort uh. <laughs> like an actual prison <laughs> yeah. searchlight. Yeah. Oh my god! Um, um, it's based on a book. Okay, yeah, yeah the it book is, based is called on a book. Caging Skies. Okay, yeah. But yeah, it looks really funny, and it I looks, can't. It looks can't amazing. Wait. Yeah, it's so good. Hopefully, hopefully, movie of the year. I really like the yeah. look of it. Oh yeah, no, looks great. Moving um, on to something a bit different. The new this is HBO as well. Yeah, hey, his Dark Materials. Oh, we're gonna skip it. Oh, sorry, I put it last. Never mind. Uh, we're talking uh, about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're, we're gonna. It comes out like in a month, so we're gonna talk about that soon anyway. Oh, Got to finish the book. <laughs> Not even halfway through. <laughs> so you're only up to like page eight hundred. Five hundred and sixty. This movie looks good. Yeah. Um I think the only concern I have with it is it's gonna have to pack a lot in. Well it, Look, it's I, been... I actually have a criticism. Okay. Uh and this this is this has also been reflected in some people who have seen early cuts of the film yeah. who are also uh mentioning this. In the book, in roughly the middle part, and I've just... The reason I'm talking about this is I've just read the part that this is referencing. Yep. Now, in the in the part, in part one of the rebooted It, Mike Hanlon uh, sees people burning th- uh, in, in, in a door. Mm. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? That scene where... Yeah, because he, he's afraid of fire. Yeah, no. So, in the original book, yeah. his father was uh, a a GI in um, like pre, pre-World War II... Anyway, whatever. Uh, the GIs weren't allowed to go into town to yeah. drink with the white people because uh, segregation and race and all of this. Yeah. I think it was pre-World War Two, so it would have been World War One. Okay. Uh, anyway, um, so they built their own bar, and that was called the Black Spot. And oh, yeah, and no, someone burned it down. Yeah, and, the, and a whole bunch of Negroes died yeah. in the Black Spot yeah, when yeah. it got burned down. But 
they're removing all there's a there's an important scene in the future where Mike Hanlon remembers his dad talking to him about the hatred of the town and how yeah. it can how it it he yeah. does of course his father doesn't know what it is yeah, but yeah. he saw something when yeah. the black spot was burning down yeah. and he's like it feeds off it yeah. off the suffering and uh, there's it's a really important part about racial tension in yeah. the town of in not only like it's like Maine like the, yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah. and it's like talk about the town of Derry yeah. and the race relations and it's a pivotal part of Mike's character and yeah. the character of his dad they remove pretty much all traces of that from the movie and it, it it could have been used yeah. to illustrate so, more of the backstory. I, yeah. If I remember correctly, when we reviewed the It Chapter 1, um, one of my criticisms was they kind of... Re- because there's so much to get through and because there's so many main characters, main kids, yeah, they had to cut out a lot and um, rush over a lot and they didn't really get to the kind of... Uh, individual motivations and individual backstories to all the kids, which on one hand is understandable, but on the other hand is now going to lead to a greater problem in the sequel yeah. where they're not going to be able to go back and explore. Yeah, and, and that's one of the pivotal parts those. of Mike's character yeah. and they're and, just kind of removing it but, entirely yeah. from what I understand. Which, I mean, the movie has been confirmed to be two hours and 45 minutes, which... I'm actually happy for Fake because it it's, just, good. No, it's yeah. good, but is it going to be long enough? Yeah, because they, they can actually pack in a lot of the world building and the character building that we always really want. But also there seems to be bits in the trailer that almost seem to be pointing at showing the origin of Pennywise yeah. or, you know, and also the, the kind of cosmic climax of the book, you know, how they're going to deal with that. And are they going to explain that? So I'm glad that it's that long. But rolling it back to chapter one, at the end of the day, there are things they didn't set up there, yeah. and that now they're going to have to pay off and just you know, uh, yeah, you know. I, I think I mean, we're going to. I think it looks really good, but yeah, it's we're going to have a mixed review. I reckon, like we're yeah. going to enjoy it, but there's also going to be problems. I think that they. I mean, I'm sure we talked about this in part one, but yeah. it should have been like a ten episode, one hour each episode yeah. kind of series. Yeah, I think. Look, without without chapter two have, having come out yet, and without us having seen it, we can't really yeah, say no, definitely. That's, that's but fair. for me, just based on chapter one, which I liked but had problems with, I think in the future they could do another adaptation. I mean, casting Adam Sandler as Pennywise was a bold choice. Yeah, I, I don't think it paid I off. I don't think it, I don't think the Juchi, I don't think it pulled it off. <laughs> um, one see this is like see this is the thing i think the kids the casting for the kids perfect point. yeah perfect the casting for the adult version of the kids in the chapter two perfect yeah 110 i'm down flawless yeah casting for pennywise don't i'm not a big fan of bill skarsgård as uh as pennywise like he yeah he it's kind of like if Adam Sandler played the mask instead of Jim Carrey. He's like, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. he's like, tongue. Did you see the bit in the trailer where his tongue's, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, like <laughs> it's it's just kind of like too. And and also one of the problems I had with the first movie, and and even though I think some of the bits in in the chapter two trailer like look really creepy and like visually look really good, there's some crappy CGI, but you know some of it looks really really fantastic. But one of the problems I had with chapter one was. It was trying so hard to be scary yeah. that for me, it ended up being funny. Yeah. And I'm hoping they don't continue that where they, they push things so far that it becomes absurd and becomes funny instead of scary. I think, look, I think they probably will go that direction because yeah. 
it they want to keep it that's what, pe- that's what people like though they want to keep it ter- but probably that's the they thing, want to keep yeah. it as a companion piece to part one yeah and it's the same director yeah. same you know same car uh same crew i'm assuming most most mostly so but yeah you know what i'm saying like it should, I think in the future, I would like to see another It adaptation. Yeah, give it a few years, yeah. you know, another 20 years. Let's see what, yeah. how... The, it, I mean, with, I think we talked about in the Pet Cemetery review, it's like Stephen King novels, like, that, you know... Once a generation. Yeah, it's like, you know, maybe another 20 years, Cycl- 20, they're cyclical. 20 years, yeah. Um, like like it himself, like Pennywise himself. Every twenty six years, I want to see a new yeah. It movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they should do that. They should do that. <laughs> Um, all right, so yeah, we'll move on to His Dark Materials, which another HBO big fantasy show. I'm down. I'm, I'm look, excited. I haven't, I haven't read the books. No, neither have I. But fuck, I'm keen. Yeah, like, it, it, you know, we keep talking about all these fantasy series, all these sci-fi series. Great time, great time to be alive. Great time to be a nerd. Great, great so time happy. to be alive in a pop culture sense, but perhaps not in other senses. But anyway, but yeah, it looks looks cool. Yeah. Like weird and yeah, like looks good. kind of steampunky. Now, from what I understand, they left a shitload out of the movies when they tried to make the movies. Yeah, well, they made that one shitty Golden Compass yeah. movie, which they tried to make like a kid's Harry Potter yeah. adventure movie, like Narnia yeah, adventure movie. Yeah, and they movie. left a whole bunch of stuff out. And they left out all the dark, like weirdness yeah. of it's the It's called book. his dark materials. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it, it's like, it's it's about some like heavy shit. Like there's a, no. like, a, a deep yeah. like religion and, and, and pe- sort of uh, philosophy right? to some of the Am I right in it's not in the movie. Am I right in assuming people have familiars in this sort of world? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what I sort of gathered from like people having pets and yeah, stuff. The and monkey, now, yeah, the monkey. Casting them. From what I understand, the show's going long form, is it? Like, what? how how long is it in terms of, is it going to be bigger than two hours, longer than two hours? The show? It's a series. Yeah. So how many episodes are there? I'm assuming eight to ten. Yeah, because that, that's what I was hoping because uh, yeah. I only saw the trailer. I haven't seen like read any articles yeah. no, about it. No, no, it's a HBO playing. series. It's not yeah. a miniseries or a movie. Yeah. HBO is a good place for it because exactly. I'm hoping they unfurl the books. Oh, you know definitely. what I mean? Like, Yeah, and yeah, they can explore and, and yeah. And they haven't got the Game of Thrones budget to worry about. <laughs> well, it's HBO, so they pump a lot of money in regardless. Like, did you guys see the Westworld Season 3 trailer? No, but I haven't watched Westworld Season 2 yet, okay. so I was just like, yeah, I can't leave it. But Season 3, the, the trailer, like, it, visually, I'm like, they must be... Sp- like, I know it costs a lot of money. Like, I, I, I know the Westworld costs a lot of money. But Season 3, I was like, they must be pumping, like, Game of Thrones money into this. This is huge. Well, see, the thing about Game of Thrones is it earned them a lot of dough. It did. So they've got they money. They put it spend. in, but yeah. they got it out. See, that's what you have to learn. Also, you put Chernobyl the money in, you get made it made them a lot of money. Yeah, you, you you have to spend money to make money. So yeah. don't... I'm talking, su- I'm talking to all the uh, TV executives and movie executives out there who listen to the Tuesday Unless review. Unless you're Amazon Prime, in which you just get B-movies and we love it. Yeah, but then, <laughs> but, but in terms of their original oh, yeah, uh, the shows and movies, yeah. very, very high production value. They pump a lot of money in. But a that's billion you, dollars in some cases. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> yeah, talk, talk about Game of Thrones money. We're going to talk about Lord of the Rings money. Am, Amazon, Am, Bezos money. Bezos money. Bezos has, there's fuck you money. Then there's fuck, fuck you, fuck you money. Then there's fuck you, fuck you, fuck you money. Then there's fuck you, I'm going to make a Lord of the then Rings MMO and TV then show Then there's money. I'm Jeff Bezos, I'm going to make a Lord of the Rings uh, MMO and TV show and spend <laughs> billions of dollars. Deal with it. You know, the sunglasses come down from the yeah. sky and just land on his head. You mean the shirt of Mithril comes down? <laughs> yeah, Mithril. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
All right, what's the next one? Uh, Zombieland Double Tap. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. So when the original movie came out yeah. a decade ago, yeah. I loved the shit out of it. Yeah. I, I, I still enjoy that I, movie yeah, a lot. I, I liked it, but I never loved it they as everyone it, seemed to I, love it they, so much. They killed off Bill Murray, though. I, yeah. The thing is, That's, I was one of those dudes, that. James, I loved the fucking shit out yeah. of the first movie. Yeah. And now, if you told me eight years ago, Zombieland 2, Double Tap's coming, I would have been pumped. Yeah. Ten but years later, now, I'm not yeah. so pumped. Yeah. Leave it alone. And also, like, because it's set in a universe that's basically barren, like, you know, it's just zombies and, and occasionally, occasionally you come across survivors, there's not a lot of world building that I, I think yeah. they're going to do. At no, least it's going to be trailer. the same sort of... Yeah, so it's oh, just sorry. like we're doing I'm, the same thing again. I'm worried it's retreading the first movie. Yeah. And I'm sure it's going to be funny and there's going to be yeah. some cool zombie gore violence. Yeah. But the first movie was perfect for me. Mm. Leave it alone. Yeah. I don't want them to ruin yeah. the first it's film. It's like, yeah, it's like how much more can you do, really? Yeah. Like, yeah, if you told me years ago that there's a sequel coming, I would have been pumped. Yeah. But now the characters are all 10 years older. The actors are all yeah. 10 years older. Well, I'm assuming the characters are 10 years older. Well, yeah, but that's the thing they, is they, like- They that, might not be. They can't really- Yeah, uh, well, but, I mean, but they have to age up Abigail anyway. Yeah, but it's like, I, I, I don't know how they're going to deal with it in, in the movie, but from what I was saying, like, it, they can't really deal with that in any meaningful way. No. It's yeah. just like, they're 10 years older, but they're still doing the same thing. Yeah. So it's like, what kind of character growth are you going to get? Because that was yeah. basically the point you Character and world building yeah. is going to be in the same state it was 10 years ago. And I'm just, look, I'll watch it. It'll probably be funny, but I don't really want it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, too little, too late, but yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe maybe it was just never a movie that really needed a sequel. Like, no. even, though, even though when it came out, people like, when Zombieland 2, and people have been asked, to be fair, people have been asking for this for 10 years. Yeah. That's true, but at but the, what, I, at the end of the day, was it a movie that needed a sequel? No, it didn't. I think it ended from memory. The ending was fine. I think they could have just left it. Yeah, we'll see it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we will. It doesn't look bad. It looks, no, it, look, yeah, it, looks, it looks it looks fun. Yeah. But I just you know as a as a fan, quite yeah. a big fan of the original. Eh. Should we mention Carnival Row? Yeah, let's talk about Carnival Row because. I'm actually excited some for new, this. Some new gaming nerdy ass shit from yeah. Bezos again. Like, so this is on Amazon as well. Because all the fantasy shit's gone on yeah. Amazon now. But that also <laughs> means that one, it's got a huge budget and great <laughs> yeah. production and value. And bloom. Yeah, but, but two, on That's top amazing. of that, it's got... Cara Delevingne or whatever Cara Delevingne, yeah. Also, I think I saw Jared Harris in the trailer. But anyway, um, because it's Amazon, it has the production and the money behind it. But also because it's Amazon, they can do all the weird, violent sex shit and all the swearing and all that. So they don't have to worry about shying away from that. What's also interesting is that it seems to be based on like Celtic like myths yeah, and like, like fairies. Old and, school fairy mythology. Yeah, like, like, very, like, um, very American gods. Very yeah, like, like Kelpian, hand creatures. Yeah, like Kelpies and fauns and like yeah. the which... I mean, has been explored, but not in any mainstream movie well, I mean, or TV usually, show, I think. Usually when these kind of like fairies, for lack of a better word, fairies yeah. are explored in pop culture, it's the more modern version of the fairy where it's like the yeah. little girl fairy. Like yeah. the, the kind of Fa- the friendly See, version the, of, the, of the fairy. These are like fairies, like F-A-E fairies. Yeah, yeah. So fairies, like modern fairies are like the pixies with wings, like Tinkerbell and yeah. the very lovable kind of like approachable creatures. Yeah. yeah. But 
ancient Celtic fairies. Yeah. They, they nasty. They ate they ate human yeah. flesh. They like well, the I little... should say they drank human blood. Yeah. in the old stories. Yeah, I'm not yeah. talking about like the like in uh, Thomas the Rhymer, one of the original medieval fairy stories. Yeah, like if you go there, you're trapped there. Yeah, they they they, they yeah. drink human blood and all kinds of nasty shit. Yeah, it's like um, <laughs> yeah, it's like a the dark the dark kind of original version of the myth that you don't hear about anymore. You know, yeah, like, you had to you had to kind of like you would leave offerings at these places so they yeah. wouldn't like torment you. Yeah, so um, yeah, it's interesting to see that kind of like a European kind of uh, yeah. But this in this universe they get along, and this is before. Yeah. There was a rift between the two. But I'm saying, like, because usually, yeah, like you said, but, like, usually you have, you know, if you think of, like, fantasy creatures, it's, you know, you got your standard elves, your trolls, you know, dragons. This is more like, yeah, like a a European-centric, yeah, yeah, like a- Yeah, like an old-school almanac kind of creature's book. exactly, and it's set in a sort of- Urban, like, you're like turn turn of the century, yeah. early kind of early London, twentieth century, late nineteenth century, like, yeah. pre, kind of pre-industrialish, yeah, like slightly pre-world, like yeah, World War One ish kind of like yeah, like because there's Orlando Bloom plays like a human soldier, yeah, who you know fights against the the fairies or the uh, the the magical creatures in a sort of war. Um, and then is it after is it after yeah after the war he escapes a battle or something and he goes yeah, back and to uh, the city after the yeah after the war the kind of mythological creatures kind of are, are ref, like refugees Refugee. and it's got uh, this kind of immigration and there's a lot of parallels we can take to today's yeah. society yeah and yeah I like that and they can deal with like all the weird stuff you know because like there's bits in the trailer where the fawns are like self-flagellating and yeah like, that's weird yeah like it's like a weird kind of and they're all they all work in this um there's like a slum like a yeah. like, ghetto. like a ghetto yeah so that this looks cool and it's you know and, and it's hopefully it's sending the the right kind of message we need in today's world when there's a lot of hate going on oh yeah and the sort of the message won't be lost it's like sure it's a fantasy race instead of a real like yeah. group or demographic but it's like the message it's is the, still same, the same yeah um but yeah, I'm looking forward to it, and like, because I, I thought most of these properties that we talk about are based yeah. on books or comics or you know, yeah. But this one seems to be like an original, yeah. show, which is yeah. quite I'm, quite now, interesting. I mean, I'm down. Just as that show deals with hate crimes, mm. uh, the next hate crime we're talking about is Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. Oh God! <laughs> it can't wait to hell for Halloween to end. But, da- so- da- but Danny Bride said it's not necessarily going to end <laughs> with that movie. Danny McBride, please. God, make it Please stop. Make, make the bad man stop. Like, <laughs> as someone who's like, like a big fan of the Halloween franchise, like even well. the, even the shitty, like <laughs> yeah. even the shitty, like you know, ha- Halloween four and five and six, like there's a kind of you know fun B slasher movie kind of uh, you know thing to it, you know, like. You know, I like watching all the night- Nightmare on Elm Street movies, even the shitty ones. You know, there's a sort of even that one they made in the '90s or whatever, where he comes to the real world. New- um, if you're talking about New Nightmare, that's really good. Oh yeah, I think that is the one. I'm that about. that movie's fucking dope. Is I thought it was alright. That's the one, but that's yeah. the one where they're making a movie. They're like making, yeah, it's yeah, like a meta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like like um, I've seen that a few times. That's a good yeah, movie. No, that one's good. <laughs> but anyway, um, like there's there's that kind of fun B movie. Like there's th- these horror movies. They're cheap, but they they uh, they make heaps of money, and so they churn out all these sequels. And you got the classic franchises like Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday, Friday the Thirteenth, and Halloween. You and it's need- like 
Michael Myers goes to space, just like they did with Jason yeah. X. Yeah, well, Halloween ends hopefully can end in space. Um, but yeah, like sorry, no, yeah, but so there's that fun, and I enjoy that yeah. kind of uh, cheesy kind of eighties kind. Get of, rid of the budget. Yeah, <laughs> but like, but also, I'm not delusional. The only good one is the first one, really. Yeah, like you know, when it comes down, the second one's all right. Uh, Didn't even have Michael Myers in how- it. No, you're talking about three. Oh, my bad. You're yeah. getting you're getting all confused here with the your, witch, with the your, witch, yeah, with the your one, horror uh, movies. Season of the Witch or whatever. Yeah, see, Season of the Witch is actually not a bad movie, but it suffers from being part of the Halloween franchise where it's like it should have been a, you know. Anyway, um, what was I getting at? Yeah, so, you know. You like the first one. Yeah, the first one's good. You know, anyway, my ultimate point was uh, this, this uh, Halloween 2018 a soft reboot slash sequel that ignores all the sequels except for the first one, the first movie, you know, I was kind of like, mm, what are they doing here? Wasn't, you know, wasn't completely against it, was interested, saw it, didn't like it. I don't think it's a good movie. Um, and I think it does a lot of the same crap that we've already seen in previous movies, especially H2O. But I think Danny McBride, who's also a fan of the whole series, he seems to be trying, you know, we, we complain about nostalgia jerking and stuff. Like, he was trying to to pay homage to the older movies, but also he was trying to make a gritty reboot. Yeah. That's, you know, its own thing. And so, and then that movie ended and and then they're like, and then they're making two more, Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends, Look, like I f- back to back, I feel 2020 same, and 2021. I feel the same about this film that I did about the last Alien movie. Yeah. I didn't hate it's, it too much. I just feel like, take no, but, that energy and make a, make a yeah, new idea. exactly. But it's just like, at this point, I'm just like, like so tired and I'm like, just don't do it. And But also, it's kind of fascinating in the same way. Like watching a car crash? Yeah. And it's kind of got this grindhouse kind of cheesy quality to it where they're just stretching out this dead franchise <laughs> but 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 whereas the 80s movies were fun because they were 80 slasher movies these movies have this kind of gritty digital polish to it and yeah. it doesn't have that same it takes fun. away the cheese yeah but at the end of the day because i've got all the other halloween movies on blu-ray even the shitty ones like it would be fun to get these three movies and put them beside it even though i probably will just never watch them again you know what they need to do they need to film it entirely in low quality film print. Yeah. Like real bad quality, like grainy. Yeah. It needs to be really poorly written, really poorly shot. Yeah, I mean, we, like make it I make feel it like, basically an indie movie I feel with like, actual yeah. actors in it. I feel like we talked about this once uh, quite a while ago where if you're intentionally trying to make a a B movie, it doesn't work. No. Like you get you end up with something like Machete, you know, <laughs> which which I mean, you know, was fun but wasn't doesn't really have the same yeah. actually okay so now you've got me onto something else <laughs> hobo with a shotgun starring the late <laughs> uh rutger hauer who just passed away unfortunately that's a really good like homage to cheesy grindhouse b movies but also a kind of cheesy grindhouse b movie because it was like a low budget canadian movie it's fucking dope it's way better than machete machete can suck it Hobo, hobo with the shotguns where it's at. Well, anyway. look, Halloween's legacy will be lost like tears in the rain. Yeah, as it as it was already lost, you know. Speaking of things that are lost and oh, don't want to be found, we should talk about cats briefly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, grab a hairball. That is the most disgusting trailer I've what, ever seen. What did Who I s- approved it? 
I'm like, I want s- names. Yeah. Like, it made me physically ill, as it, I like to say. It made us all physically yeah. ill. But it lo- made me actually genuinely yeah. uncomfortable. No, no, it made me, not, made me throw up in my mouth. I'm not joking. No. That trailer did actually make me physically uncomfortable. What did I say to you guys before? It's a crime against humanity and God. Yeah. Like, it's man and God. Like, it's, it's just like... The fact that it got to this stage in production, and there was not one like, guy who was like, "You yeah. know, this is shit." But like we we talked about this on the show before, where <laughs> no it's one like wants to lose their job. Yeah, in yeah. Hollywood, no one wants to lose their job, so people don't speak out against something that's objectively terrible. Yeah, yeah Ryan, that's and, a good idea, Ryan. Yeah, and you who's end the di- up who's and, the director? Is it? A- it's like Tom Hopper. He's like a good director. Is he a fair Tom Hooper? For a second, I thought you were talking about Toby. Uh, no, Toby no, no, no. I was Toby, like, <laughs> I think Toby Hooper passed away. I'll say, what a, th- what a three, what is a one eighty. Is it Tom Hooper or Tom Hopper? Anyway, um, what was I saying? People don't want to lose their jobs in Hollywood. Yeah, so people don't want to lose their jobs in Hollywood, so they don't speak out against something that's objectively terrible. Because who's going to tell the director? Who's going to tell the producer that this is a load of shit? And so you end up getting a lot of talented people working really, really hard, working really long hours. Spending a lot, a lot of money and time to bring something to screen that's objectively disgusting and should not exist. It's creepy, man. It's and look, like, I know there's a section of the population that loves this shit. Oh, yeah. But I don't get it. I mean, I don't want to fetish shame anyone. No. But it's yeah, no. fucking weird. There's and, better ways to go about making and fetish also, material yeah, than this. And also, see, like, bringing... I don't know a lot about Cats the Musical, but... Bringing it to to cinema has always been like that would always always be a tough task. This is the worst possible way to do that. You know what it is? They picked the worst possible way. It's the literal interpretation. It's the yeah. live action lion exactly. king. Exactly, and exactly, and and it comes with. It should have been a cartoon. It, yeah, it comes with the curse of digital and yeah. special effects and, and CGI. Of when you can do everything, doesn't mean you should. It should have been like just a late because 80s they, Disney cartoon. Just because they could uh, mocap all the actors and m- put CGI fur on them doesn't mean they should have. You know what's a better movie? I think the, the biggest... The Cats. <laughs> yeah. I think the biggest problem is they gave the, the human face... They gave them human faces. Yeah. It's, so, <laughs> it's just so and, creepy. And then they did this thing where they're, they're the size of cats. So they're little, little teeny people running around on human sized streets so that they, they like they only go up to the gutter kind of thing it it's like a it's like a nightmare it's like it's a so fever it's, dream it should never have gotten this far it's so i just wish creepy. i just wish it was directed by david lynch <laughs> Even if it was, I don't think I could get on board. I, even with the <laughs> like a race ahead level with shit, the de- like even with the d- deliberate weirdness, like I don't think I could get on board. It's like so, it's uncomfortable. It's so it is. It's, it's like it's a phys- like a physical stomach. I'm trying not to laugh in tears in the studio it's because so it's bad. just so weird and it's so bad. Not, it's not like <sighs> it's it's in, it's not unintentionally. W- I don't know how to describe it. Just watch the trailer. You'll exactly. I can't say watch the trailer because no, it'll scar you for life. Like, did it's, they intend for it to be this way? No, but I think that's the thing. Is like whoever like came up with the visuals and and like that. See, the director should never. <laughs> this is the problem. It's like it's insane that this this was made. This should never have been made this way. 
Uh, it's, yeah, fuck. someone should like, have pulled the director aside like, and be like, I feel like this looks inappropriate. Yeah, like, I can't put my finger on it, it but it's going to be rated R. It would have, it would have, <laughs> it would have looked like shit if they did even prosthetic makeup and and like fur suits. Like, it would have looked like shit. But that would have been so much better. Yeah, so so much better. Like, I hope he gets an R rating just automatically. You, you know how it's like just disturbing content rated R. You, you know how NC seventeen, yeah, NC seventeen. Like you, you know how like there's the Sonic trailer came out and everyone's yeah. like, oh, it's hideous. Why does he have human teeth? Get rid of it. <laughs> and there are all the memes. And then the the makers of the movie were like, we're sorry, we're gonna uh, re redo it. Then the Cats trailer came out and people were like, we're so sorry, Sonic, come back, please. You know, <laughs> yeah. we're so sorry we we <laughs> we said anything. But now I'm just like, it's like, but kill it with fire. Like this is not Destroy a Sonic. The master yeah, tapes. This is not a Sonic. Like this is everyone. Yeah. Like I wish the neuralizer from MIB existed because I would use it on myself and the entire population. But to then get you'd re-listen to this in editing and you'd be curious and you'd go ahead and watch it. No, this would have to be cut out and destroyed. This entire episode just cut out of your memory. Like, everything would have to be destroyed. Every mention... The internet would have to be completely shut down. I wouldn't... As much as I would miss the internet... Yeah. To, to do... To do a, Jeff Bezos, you have enough money. Shut down the internet. Just get rid of this trailer. Get, get rid of all... See, the, the, uh. this is only the first trailer. What happens when the second trailer comes out? And then when the what movie, happens when the movie comes when out? the movie comes when the movie comes out and it bombs? What happens when we? What happens when the movie comes out and it does fucking amazing? What, what hundred million dollars at the box office opening weekend? What happens when four year olds go to see the next like Disney movie and this trailer plays in the cinema? <laughs> Scarred for life. What? What? What, what happens? This what, is why it's the NC seventeen. What, what happens when we try to when we try to avoid everything cats related and we go to the movies and like it, the, and we the, see the jelly beans yeah, like in in the lobby is like the yeah, giant cardboard. You know, you know the scene. Cats. You, know, you know the scene in two thousand and one when he's going through the the portal and you oh, see the Stargate scene. Yeah, and you see the flash of his face. Oh uh, yeah, it'll be like that. It'll be like, like me in the yeah, It'll be like in The Shining when Danny sees the twins and his just face is like. <laughs> uh, uh, like and he starts foaming at the mouth. Yeah, you know yeah, the yeah. bit where he starts foaming at the mouth. That was me watching Cat's trailer. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, red <man>. rum. <laughs> that is horrendous. Oh god. I think I think we're all out of time for tonight. Just about, or do we have more topics? No, I think that's it. Well, we mentioned Pennyworth briefly, but I don't think it's worth talking about now. No, that's gonna be shit. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, you know what's dumb? Like it's it's bad enough. Just the idea of it's bad enough. They should have never done it. But the fact that they're trying to do like a prequel to the Dark Knight version of Alfred, where he's got that the Michael Caine's accent, like they're deliberately trying to connect it without any legal like canonical yeah, connection. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just so and it's so cheap and but Michael cringy. Caine's sort of accent sounds a lot better than the one they used in Gotham. That's sort of oh, yeah. oh, that rough watch and out, yeah. Watch out, Bruce. Yeah, watch I like, out, Bruce. I like, I like that guy though. The actor who he's plays nice, him. but come on, Alfred's a bit more of a refined man. He's, he's not a rough and tumble sort yeah. of. I think, um, I think this this show is, this show is a is a symptom of that that problem where they kind of reinvented Alfred as a kind of badass Chav. special forces. Like, oh, was, like in the comic, I think he was in the army at some point, but he was yeah. always a more refined gentleman. Yeah. And you know, I'm not, I'm not against exploring his past and and his, uh, you know, other other side. You know, but yeah, but this kind of 
making this show is just so cringy and like you know alfred was a badass in six in like you know 50s london or whatever and like fighting gangsters and no and no. it's like no hashtag not my batman hashtag not my alfred yeah no not even close no disgusting everything so many good trailers so many bad trailers oh let's talk about <laughs> and dude there's so many trailers we didn't even get to talk about there's all, all sorts of stuff that was coming out I'm sure there's stuff that that's coming out just now while we're talking. That we well, I mean, about, we've but. seen some first pictures of um, the Irishman, which hopefully we'll see a trailer well, soon. Yeah, but like like we always talk about, you you won't get that reaction until the trailer comes. We have to see what that what the footage looks like. You know what it sounds like. Yeah, but I, it's coming. It must be coming soon because it's premiering in October at the New really? York the New York Film Festival. It's it is okay. it is but it's not the, dropping on Netflix on an October. No, I don't think okay, so. Yeah, but it's but the, if that that mean it might it might come out by Christmas after. at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's interesting. That's that's hopeful. But uh, man, I hope it's good. Yeah, fingers crossed. It needs to be good. I just yeah, I, like it'll be just be so disappointing if it's not good. It has to be. And good, I feel like it, like this is like, Netflix's fucking Netflix yeah, wants to be a respected film studio. I feel like yeah? I feel like it's gonna be. This is their chance. I feel like it's gonna be one of those situations where if it's bad, no one's gonna want to say it's bad because it's Scorsese and it's a gangster movie and it's got Pacino and Pesci and De Niro and. And we'll, like, we'll say it's bad if it's bad. Yeah, I'm like as much as, as much as we'll hate yeah, ourselves. As, look, as much as I hate to do it, on the line to show on Star Wars, not, we can do that again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're not shields for anyone. If it's bad, we'll say it's bad. We we it won't be a happy episode. No, no. Oh. Alrighty. All right. Should we wrap it up? We yeah. should roll out. Thank you for listening. Like and share the Tuesday Review Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter at Tuesday Review AU. You can follow James on Instagram at Channel Drifter, where he talks about and shares images of all the movies that we don't get to talk about on the show. Mm -hmm. You can find all of our previous episodes on your favorite podcasting app. If you like video games, check out Alan Jake's show, Sunrise Arcade, and Maddie J's show, Car Talk. That's T O R Q U E, because puns. Make sure to rate because the Australian accent you have to spell it out. Talk, <laughs> talk, because there's Make, no R. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the Tuesday Review on iTunes. Thank you very much. Adios, cousins. <laughs>